Yeah.
The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, you made it through that Monday. You dragged through it. You got through the weekend and Monday. And you're like, ah, it's Tuesday. It's here. We're, we're ready to go. I did a Facebook Live video earlier. Showing you how beautiful it is outside today. It's going to be, yesterday it was like 75. I just didn't do a video. But it was 75 yesterday. That, that, that's a 77 degree change. Literally, from minus 2 to 75 is 77 degrees in a week. You don't like the weather in Texas? Just wait 10 fucking minutes, people. That's all you gots to do. Hopefully everybody's doing well this morning. Have a big show. I'm not going to lose my head today. Well, I can't promise that because, you know, goddamn, man, the world is so goddamn dumb. Now, now, let me say good mornings first, and then then I'm going to get to this story before we start the show, and then I have an email to kind of start the show, and then we got to start the show. Look, it just, the good news is, look, uh, I saw a story today. That uh, New York City, New York City, that same place, yes, is opening their movie theaters March first. Now, granted, they're they're being kind of queefy about it. Twenty five percent, no more than fifty people. All right, well, it's a start. It's a start where movies because that movie that I can't wait to see, the movie with uh, Saul from Better Call Saul called Nobody. Yeah, those fuckers moved that shit back. It was supposed to come out this weekend. I was pumped. Now, going to be April. April. Motherfucker, please. But you better, I'm just telling you right now, do not touch Top Gun, colon, Maverick. You touch that shit, I'm going to come out swinging Hollywood. Uh, Let's see. uh, Hangtown Gents says, happy Tuesday. Figure since I missed yesterday's show. Yeah, what the fuck? I'd be the first one here for today's show, okay? Andrew says, good morning, Jen and Ass Family. Oh, Braddy and Arnie, all right. Douglas says, good morning, Jen, Andrew, and the rest of the Ass Family. Straight Fire says, good morning, all. Tuesday is here. Time for some ass. Hell to the yeah. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a good day. Travis says, good morning, Ass Family. Alicia says, good morning, my people. Well, good morning to you. Ratburger says, 76 here today with 30-mile-an-hour winds. Goddamn global warming. Oh, this global warming. Ah, no, it's climate change. We can't call it that. And Cameron says, good morning, ass family. Butterfly, good morning. And she says, good morning, Arnie, and good morning, ass family. Now, this doesn't start the show. Uh, longtime game show host, Pat Sajak. Now, look, I, I think Pat Sajak has been great on the Wheel of Fortune. He replaced Chuck Woolery about a million years ago. And Vanna White makes so much goddamn money doing that show. I'd never quit if I was either one of them, too. (laughs) Rapper says, Jen knows the rules. Misses show and have to write. It will not skip class again a thousand times on the whiteboard. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Pat Sajak. I guess a lot of people were upset with Pat Sajak on Monday. Because he made fun of a contestant who had a slight lisp. Now, we have the clip. Now, I'm going to shut up. 
I want you to listen. Tell me if you hear a lisp. Ready? Technology company, we still have technology that benefits older adults living in senior living communities. Yeah, and that's a, a tough thing, too, because uh, technology yeah. and sometimes people are not open to new You'd be ideas. surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I see. Uh, <laughs> you were married? Uh, I think I'm still a newlywed. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't now, you see, they said it was a myth, and then Pat Jack, Sajak said, I see. I didn't hear a lisp in there. Now, granted, the, the audio quality is not that great. Let's see, is the audio quality here better? Is this one better? I, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, it is. It is. I see. Uh, you were married? I think it's... A lot of people are, are tweeting. Uh... Let's see, uh, what did this guy say? Did Pat change? I just mock one of the contestants? I can only hope. As someone your age who grew up with hearing impaired cousins, I was taught that we never made fun of their speech pattern. To this day, I wouldn't even think of doing what you did so you don't get on your exemplary high horse about it. You were 100% wrong. Own it. Do it better. Because Pat Sajak says, how nice for those who have lived such an exemplary life uh, that they can express glee when others have their lives ruined by a mistake, real or perceived. This one is my favorite, though. This is my favorite thing said. At Pat Sajak, there's a clear reason why Trebek was always a better host than you. Yeah, because he never made fun of contestants. Daria? What is rotunderer? <laughs> no. He laughed at that woman. He laughed at her wrong answer. And, and, and by the way, if you grow up having a lisp, you better get some tough fucking skin. God damn it. I told you I wasn't going to lose my mind. Here I am losing my mind in the first fucking ten minutes of the show. Are you fucking kidding me? Everything is off the plate now. We can't make fun of anything. If somebody has a lisp, we can't make fun of that. Well, all I got to say to that is fuck you. The reason I got started in radio, it started when I was 16 years old. A very good friend of mine named Dave Erickson, God rest his soul, told me a joke. So I decided to call the radio station on Monday and give the joke. And guess what? I won. The joke is this. We all know who Thor is, right? The Norse god Thor. Well, he's up in heaven. Now, all the gods are up there and everything, and Zeus is in charge of everybody. And Thor goes, he's up there in, in heaven, and he's banging all these perfect women. Perfect woman after perfect woman. And he goes to Zeus, and he says, Zeus, I need an imperfect woman. He goes, well, you know, I, I have to send you back to Earth. And he's like, that's okay, I'll go to Earth. So he comes down to Earth. He's in a bar. He looks down. He sees this gorgeous gal. Beautiful. She's perfect in every way except one. She has a lisp. So they go back to her place. And they are fucking like a couple wild Indians all night long. He wakes up in the morning. She's in the shower, and he goes, you know what? 
I'm going to tell her who she was with, who she was lucky enough to have. She opens the door, and he goes, baby, I'm Thor. She said, you're Thor. I'm so Thor, I can hardly stand up. I, 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 hello? <laughs> I didn't hear the guy's lisp. I am so sick of this, this society. Oh, how dare you make fun of... Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let, let, let me tell you something real quick. Growing up, you have to either develop really, really thick skin and become tough, or the world is going to fucking chew you up and shit you out. That's it. If you don't believe me, oh, boy, you have a rough life ahead of you. Especially the way things are now. Do you know why Pat Sajak's in trouble? It's not because he made fun of some guy with a lisp. It's because Chuck Sajak is a known Republican. I, 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 I'm truly sorry. I mean, nobody went after Pat, uh, uh, Alex Trebek, what, 10 years ago when he made fun of that woman? And he made fun of her. Ha, 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 ha. No. Man, this world has so many crybabies in it. I am so sick of this shit. Did Loki make it to heaven? I'm not sure, Butterfly. That's a hilarious story in Woke Coke. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Uh, Douglas sent me another story here. Let's see. Douglas usually sends me pretty good shit. Coca-Cola Post are getting a... Uh, ratioed hard for their be less white training, and the comments are fire. The the best one I saw, the best comment or meme I saw is, I don't know how to be less white, but I do know how to buy less Coke. Yeah, so do I. Now, do I think Coca-Cola is, no, of course, people are going to say, wow, we're not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore. Okay. You're not going to drink Sprite. You're not going to drink. I, I I don't think you should drink Mr. Pibb because that shit is just dog piss. Uh, but but think about all the, you're not going to drink smart water. You're not going to drink certain waters. It's all under the Coca-Cola umbrella. It, it, look, look, it's nice to say. You ain't going to stop. They, and, and by the way, they don't care. They're worth a gazillion fucking dollars. They're going to do whatever they want to do, unless we all get, we all band together and fucking get rid of it. They, look, this is just, this is a sorry time in American history. Everybody's got a story. Yeah, and I don't want to hear any of them. You want to know why? Because nobody wanted to hear my story, and I'm okay with that. Because I wasn't crying, listen to me, listen to me, I want you to pay attention to me. Andrew says we should run a new political party to fight this crap and we can call the politically incorrect man party. Pimp. <laughs> Andrew, what animal or symbol will represent the pimp party? Uh, <laughs> well, we can't have a donkey. Yeah, you know what we do. We, 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 yeah, you know what? I'll tell you what animal represents us a pig. Because that's what people are going to say we are. So we're going to be oink, oink. 
Men, women can join us anytime they want. I am so sick of all this political. It's dumb. And, and, and this has something to do with it. I got an email last night, and I want to start the actual show off with it. It says, Dear Arnie, this is from Zach. Is it that Zach? No, it's not that Zach. I was thinking of a beaver, a shaved beaver. Not bad, not bad. Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say that you described my story perfectly. Back in 2012, I lost my job in Reno before the area's market really expanded. And I knew I wouldn't be able to get anything more than a minimum wage job or do the kind of work I wanted to do. So I packed up my things and I moved to Jamestown, North Dakota and worked my ass off in fields that aren't really common out west. It is cold as fuck here. Was minus 48 here about 10 days ago. That's goddamn cold. But there was plenty of work, and I have worked my ass off to do the things I've done and own the things I've owned. All that being said, I hate it here and will be moving to Baytown, Texas area once I get a few of my cars running and able to move. Moral of the story is that it is just as easy as moving to where the work is if you're unsatisfied with the job market in the area. At least for me it was that easy even though I left a lot of family and friends. Anyways, just wanted to share my story. Hope you all at the Ass Family have an awesome day. P.S. North Dakota made statewide mask mandates illegal today. God bless North Dakota. Minus their cold-ass weather. I talked about that yesterday. There are no jobs here. We have to work at McDonald's. We have to work at Burger King, and it's $15 an hour. We want minimum wage. The story was how families could not be supported on even $15 minimum wage because it's not supposed to support families. God damn it. I'm going to say this, and, and ask family. You all know this. You all live by this. Maybe, maybe you can hold up your computer speaker in your cubicle where the assholes in the office can hear this. The world owes you nothing. Zip. Zilch. Nada. God almighty. I, 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 I'm so dumbfounded by all of this. I never thought, I really, to be honest with you, I never thought America in general could be so weak, so pathetic. I know it's not all of America, and I thank God of that. I know that there are people like Zach and like other ass family members that have moved to where the jobs are, who are willing to do the heavy lifting. Boy, it seems that's going away, though, doesn't it? Doesn't, doesn't it seem like that? I mean, let, let me tell you, I'm waiting on some shipments here. I've got some stuff coming to me. Do you remember back when the, the mail system and UPS, they were, they were fucking on tight? Like, they, they, 
I remember I worked for UPS, and the drivers told me one time, we can't leave but one box on, on the big truck when we go out delivery. Can't leave but one box on there if we come home. I've got shit that was sent to me from uh, from Nevada. That, that Look, Nevada's what? 1,500 miles, 1,600 miles away? It was sent last week, more than a week ago. Actually, it was a week and a half ago it was sent. And because of the storm, everything was closed down and nothing could get in. So to all those people who are coming after Ted Cruz about getting shit sent in, I ordered something two weeks ago. It should have taken five days to get here. It was supposed to get here last Wednesday. I checked this morning. Delivery unknown. That's a week and a half late. Why? Because we have to be so careful. Oh, it's snowed and there's ice on the road. We can't do anything. Yeah, you can. In your states that you know how to drive in that shit, yeah, you can. And by the way, by the way, Texas didn't shut down. Businesses were still open. I went out. It was bad. A lot of businesses were closed, but those people who realized that, hey, it's a storm, we got to get through it, they kept working. Uh, Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. This is the way I look at it. If you work fast food and it's busy enough, that's uh, your only job. Your town has more than just fast food because people are going there that have money. Go work there. Oh, man, Sawyer's dad. Correct the mundo. Should I move to Tennessee for work? I hate it, but at least I'm employed. Exactly. I thought you were coming back to Texas, Andrew. This is appalling. This is appalling. Hey, by the way, why don't you start your own business? Oh, I know it's scary. Believe you and me, I know how scary it is. And there's only one person to blame if it fails. That person looks at you in the mirror every fucking day. But there's nothing better because when it does succeed, there's only one person to credit for, and that's that same person that looks at you in the mirror. So his dad says, as you know, I've been a truck driver for over 20 years, and now I see posts saying drivers stay put. (laughs) When I drove, if you didn't want to drive in weather, get the fuck out of the truck. Amen. Stay off the roads. Don't go on the roads unless you have to. Fuck, what a bunch of pussies. Man, if China were to invade us now, I think they could win. I think the the ones of us that would stand up to the Chinese would be outnumbered by the ones that were fucking just saying, hey, we're on your side. I've never felt that way before. God Almighty, please don't let a fucking world war break out that we didn't start. Because all the pussies in this country, let, let's say that China inv- in, in, in invades Taiwan. All the pussies, America's got to do something about that. Amer- no, no, we don't. No, that's their war. Fuck you. I want to stay out of it. And then once we get into it, see, this is the thing that I hate. And these pussies. This is what I hate. They're the ones, we should get involved. We should get involved. 
okay, we're going to get involved, but uh, you see, our military is not there for diplomacy. Our military is there to kill. No, you can't do that. That's mean. That's mean. Can't you just talk? Can't the soldiers just talk to one another? No. You wanted us in there, and now the the men and women that are trained to kill are being turned into the world's greatest moving company. Fucking A. Uh, Working on my negotiation, my return to Texas company and I aren't on the same page yet. All right, all right. All right, so I guess we have kind of started the show. Uh, First story, this is just... By the way, we have a clip from the mayor of Chicago. Uh, She had a press conference uh, recently. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. Yeah, that's her. That is Chicago Mayor Beetlejuice, or Gollum. And, And she started this bullshit up. Chicago is reviewing 41 monuments, including statues of Abe Lincoln, Columbus, George Washington, and Benjamin Franklin, as it decides whether they should be replaced because of ties to slavery and oppression. Hey, Mayor of Chicago. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! I, I, really... The Chicago Monuments Project has identified 41 monuments in the city that will undergo a review, including five statues of Abraham Lincoln. Who's fucking from Illinois? (laughs) The motto of the state is the land of Lincoln. I cannot make this shit up, people. Yeah, yeah, we're going to keep the state motto, the land of Lincoln. But I tell you what, you ain't going to see that racist son bitch. And by the way, anybody who calls Abraham Lincoln a racist has got to be by far the stupidest human being I have ever come across. And I have come across some really dumb people. <laughs> Columbus has been under fire for the last 10 years. His statue's down. Hey, Italians, oh, fuck you. Hey, 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 yeah, we're going to take down your Columbus statue, your jamoke. And that Washington failure, let, let me just tell you, that, that George Washington, what a son of a bitch, giving us our independence from Britain. God damn, what a cocksucker he was. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait until your grandkids and your grandkids' grandkids cancel all you people out for owning animals. I'm just telling you, in the next, I don't know, 50 to 100 years, they're going to come after this group for owning animals. How dare you enslave animals? telling you right now, this whole idea, look, uh, it was Alicia who put up this British reporter. 
last week who's talking about how they are they're getting rid of Laura Ingalls' name from a literary award because her books talk about slavery and they use off-color language in there. No, they don't. It, this wasn't written last week. This isn't like somebody is going out and pinning the N-word in a book last week. She wrote the books back when she was growing up, you know, 1800s or so, somewhere around there. It, it, to me, it, it, it's so unbelievable. And you're canceling that out? You're canceling someone out for reporting the news of the day. If I was Tom Clancy, or I don't, I don't know who any authors are right now. Boy, I, I mean, in in a hundred years, when when your books come up, if you said something about a dog or a cat in there, I can't wait until they throw your books into a pile of fucking burning, you know, embers. This is so dumb. Why, why, why can't enough of us get together? Oh, I know why. It's because we have jobs and we have shit to do. Well, you know what? We all need to take a day off. We all need to take a day off. All of us, and when I say right mind, I'm not talking about Republican. I, I, I'm talking about people that actually use their brain and go, how can you can't? By the way, has anybody taken Mind Kampf off the shelves yet? I mean, that book is only 70 years old, and it's still a bestseller. Think about that. They want to take Laura Ingalls, whatever her last name was, a name off a, a literary award, which means they'll probably end up taking her books off the shelf, you know, because Mark Twain, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, N-Word Joe is in there. Well, what do you think they called black people back in that time frame when Mark Twain wrote that book? What do you think they called black people? Was it, it was Jim. It was N-word Jim. They didn't call him Jim. They don't know who Jim is. Maybe there's six or seven Jims in the city. You know N-word Jim, though. That's the way it was back then. You can't take it out of books. It's the way people used to talk. And if you read an era piece and you leave that out, you're not being true to the era. You're changing history. And the books are probably written in context of the time they're written. But yes, Kale, absolutely. They should just go ahead and burn her books while they're at it. That, that, look, th this is so stupid. This is so dumb that we want to cancel out great men like Abe Lincoln. That's right, I said it. Abraham Lincoln was a great man, even though he did start the War of Northern Aggression in 1861. But so was George Washington. George Washington was an amazing man. George Washington had to be begged to be president after he won the war. He went back. Back to the, the West Coast, and they came and got him and said, Mr. Washington, will you mind leading our country like you led the battle to get our freedom? All this cancel culture is erasing our history. What is our past going to look like if we only want to acknowledge things through the woke filter of today? Our history is our history, good, bad, or indifferent. 
Yes, Butterfly, you are totally 188% if that was possible. Correct the mundo. I used to say you can't change history, but man, I was fucking wrong about that because they are. We have to take down these statues because they represent something. No, no, they represent people of history. I in in this this whole woke cult. What is woke? What is being woke? Is that treating people nicely? Okay, I'm okay with that. But that's not it. That's not it. These people that want to fucking get Pat Sajak fired because he said, I fee. I believe he said that phrase. He did the lisp because the guy said myth right beforehand. And by the way, if Pat Sajak was making fun of him, so what? Pat Sajak's about to hand this person thousands upon thousands of dollars. It wasn't like he called him, you know, uh, uh, a cop, uh, a cock slurping fag, or something like that. On the now, if now if he were to say something like that, I can see why people would get upset. That would be wrong. We all look. As much as I I want to bring fag back, I have a hard time. That's why I try to say queef as much as I can. Cause it ain't coming back. Fag is gone. For all us men, from the. Uh, from, I would say, like, 40 up, fag was a staple of our vocabulary. And it had nothing, nothing at all to do with being gay. Nothing. You're a fag, you're less manly. That's all. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kale says, I, I would support that. Uh, I would support Pat. Yeah, Absolutely. I support Pat Sajak. If he makes fun of... Look, and by the way, this contestant didn't run outside and stick a gun in his mouth and blow his brains all over Pat Sajak's trailer. He laughed. Because that's what we do in this country. We pick and poke at each other. No way did Pat Sajak... Oh, get this lisping motherfucker off my show. He didn't say that. Had some fun with him. That's what we used to do. We can't do that anymore. Because the woke, the woke have spoke. And they'll cancel your ass. I mean, we've, we, we as a society have given this movement so much power. Does this mean that On Golden Pond will be canceled? Ethel, Ethel Thayer, sounds like I'm lifting, doesn't it? It does. Oh, and I'm sure, I, I'm sure there's something else in there. Uh, Zach just texted me, did Pat get fired? No, Pat Sajak didn't get fired, but, uh. and, and by the way, he didn't do enough to get fired by saying, I see. So take away for Henry Fonda's Oscar? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll do that posthumously. I, I mean, that that's the stupidity of all of this. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, I, I'm, I'm t- look, I, I, I'm terrified what they could do. You know why? 
because I have old clips on YouTube. They have old clips of a show that I was on on YouTube. Boy, you want to cancel me out anytime soon? You get a clip from like, I don't know, 17, 18 years ago. I'm done. Look what they did to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Academy Awards, and they found tweets that he said fucking 15 years ago. Canceled his shit right away. And he's black. They canceled a black man. I mean, that is some straight power right there. Where was the other woke society? See, because this is what it's going to turn into. Does anybody really pay attention? I, I hope nobody does like I do. The ACLU, and, and what is that, the the Southern Southern Law, or so, there, there's some group called Southern Law that's just as fucking horrible. And it just is fucking bleedy heart. The ACLU has taken itself on in court. That's how stupid they are. The American Civil Liberties Union. These people are such queefs. I, I, I mean, look, nobody, and I mean nobody from the Native American world was calling for the Washington Redskins name to be changed. Southern Poverty Law Center. Thank you, Kale. Yeah. Oh, they're a fucking bunch of dick bags too, and I said it. Uh. But the ACLU has taken itself on in court, and that's just stupid. And I guarantee you, if either one of these groups, the ACLU, Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, Super Woke Society, listen to me, they would put me in, they would probably call me a neo-Naziist. Not. I'm not. Well, he has Confederate flags, like yesterday when I was talking about Luke Combs. Luke Combs, a country singer, new country singer. A lot of people like you. I'm not the world's biggest fan of new country music. I just don't like it. And he's kind of a throwback. I'll give him that much. He, he's kind of a throwback. But he used a Confederate flag in a song. Well, we got to get rid of him. He used a Confederate flag. Really? And he's come out and he's apologizing. Once again, who are you apologizing to? Like that guy who said the N-word last week. Look, yeah, we all know it's wrong. But if it's so wrong, how about we get rid of the word? It makes less than 0% sense that one group of people are allowed to use it and another group aren't. Isn't that the definition of racism? When you allow a group to do one thing based on the color of their skin and you oppress others from doing that same thing. Well, it, it, you didn't use, no, and I'm not going to use majority versus minority. It doesn't matter. See, that, that's the pushing of the goalpost right there. That is trying to say that if you are in a minority group, you cannot be racist. If a large group of, uh, of black people got together and went out hunting white people, that would not be deemed racist in some people's eyes. 
They beat him to death. They could all be standing there, and they go, why did you beat that person to death? Well, because he was white. It's a crime. Now, flip it around. Group of white people hunting down a black person, that's a hate crime. What's the difference? I, I, I can wait. I, I'm just waiting for an answer. What is the difference? Oh, that's right. There is no difference. Just call them communists because that's what they really are. They started as civil rights organizations, but they, like other left organizations, have been taken over by commies. Progressives run all these old-school civil rights groups these days, and progressives equal commie. By the way, if anybody's worried about a civil war, let me just say this right now. I am not worried about it at all. And the reason why I'm not worried about it at all is, is our side, the people who don't give a fuck side that say, say whatever you want, we have the guns. The other side doesn't even know which fucking bathroom to use. Who do you think's going to win that civil war? That's going to be, look, that civil war is going to be worse than when the Iraqis surrendered to CNN. Boy, if those Iraqis would have known anything, CNN would have been fucking the ones, oh, goddamn, don't take our cameras. Wherever 24 says, you should watch the YouTube video from Upchurch, the other artist in that song. He talks about that exactly. What are you apologizing for? There's nothing to apologize If you want to put, look, we used to have rights in this country. We used to have freedoms. Now, if people don't want to buy Luke Combs' records because they're so stupid, they liked his music for a while, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's got a Confederate flag in there. Oh, I can't listen to him anymore. Oh. Let's see, uh, Zach just texted me, Disney fires people, uh, they get more popular, so sometimes the cancel thing uh, backfires. Yeah, sometimes. But the problem is it doesn't happen enough. That when the cancel culture comes out and they take somebody down, that person is usually done for. I personally, look, Look, personally, I don't think that Marilyn Manson will ever come back from what's going on right now. And I'd like to see some more info. Yeah, you're out. That's perfect. I don't buy Luke Combs albums because he's just awful. LOL. Fair enough. That's why I don't get him. I'm not a fan. Now, I'll tell you this right now. If George Strait were to ever have a Confederate flag in his face, I ain't going to change my mind because I still love George Strait's music. Willie Nelson, same thing. By the way, I still listen to David Allen Coe. Even though my favorite, uh, is, is it even, let's see if it's on YouTube. I talked about this uh, like last week when I was going through all my music. And they have gotten rid 
of a David Allen Coe song. Here we go. Is this it? This is it right here. Hold on. Applebee's got an ad. I don't want to go to Applebee's. I don't like Applebee's. Ooh, wings. Those look good. Mm. Mm Mm-mm-mm. Applebee's one. All right, here we go. Let's see if this is the song. Not part two of it. This is it. I'm going to play it. I don't give a shit. The old man was covered with tattoos and scars. He got some in prison and others in bars. The rest he got working on old junk cars in the daytime. And the neighbors said we live like hicks, but they brung their cars for Paul to fix anyhow. He was veteran proud, tried and true. He'd fight till his heart was black and blue. Didn't know how he'd made it through the hard times. He bought our house on a GI Bill, but it wasn't worth all he had to kill to get it. He drank pearl in a can and Jack Daniels black. Chewed tobacco from a mail pouch sack. Had an old dog that was trained to attack sometimes. He'd get drunk and mean as a rattlesnake, and there wasn't too much that he would take from a stranger. There were 13 kids and a bunch of dogs A house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter Trying like the devil to find the Lord Working like a nigger for my room and board Coal burning stove You can no longer download that song I just pulled it off YouTube Now, Now granted, he has some other really, really hateful songs Cum stains on my pillows and things like that. But that song right there is gone. Now, why is it gone? Because he says that word there. Okay. Okay. How about you let me keep it on my... Look, if you don't want to allow it to be downloaded anymore, that's fine. That's great. Don't erase it from my musical catalog, you hunks of shit. And if you think about it, he's working really hard. Now, he says the bad word. Richard says, good thing I already downloaded it. Well, Richard, you better check your downloads because I downloaded it a long, long, long time ago. There's nowhere in my catalog anymore. That's off YouTube right there. By the way, I'm very surprised there's no warning labels on it. The cancel culture is going to come after everything eventually because it's going to have to. You remember, uh, yeah, Dave Co. Dave Co. you're 100% right. That's like breaking into your home and burning your books. It is. That would be coming into your home and getting rid of, like, the Tropic of Cancer. They have invaded my computer. And I got to look. I do have some CDs. I found some CDs in a box. And if I find that CD, I'm going to re-download it onto my, uh, onto my, uh, my playlists. 
Then come after it. You can't touch it then because it's mine, motherfuckers. But this is this is the craziness of all this. Right now, right now, you, maybe maybe you disagree with me on this, and that's fine. And we can have a, a conversation about it. I would love to have a conversation about it. And if you disagree with me, that's great. Just wait. Just wait because they will come after you. If they're coming after Abe Lincoln, and and the reason being because he didn't care about the struggles of blacks during his time as president, that, that, that was the word that I got. Uh, okay. By the way, the San Francisco School Board has halted renaming the schools. Well, that's good. I mean, that that right there is... Correct the mundo. Good. After backlash, and they admit that they have made a mistake. Oh. That's great. Let's see. Uh... To summarize, I'm committed to focusing the board's attention on getting our students back in the classroom. I'm committed to making sure every student and family at SFUSD is supported through this process. I also acknowledge and take responsibility for mistakes made in the building renaming process. We need to slow down and provide more opportunities for community input that cannot happen until after our schools are back in person. How about this? How about you just shut the fuck up and do your job and teach kids? It's so dumb. Where is it in your job description that you are there to teach them your ideas? And it's not even your ideas. It's your ideals. Yeah, look at them showing their whiteness using acronyms. Remember... Acronyms are racist. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you for remembering that. No, that that that's a real story. Don't 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 shake your head. Don't go. That's not real. It's fucking real. Acronyms promote white supremacy. And I'm going to tell you what it all stems from. And it stems from one place. M A G A. I don't give a fuck if you like Donald Trump or not. I don't care. If you're happy that he's out of office, I am very glad and happy that you're happy. But don't try to erase acronyms. In Oklahoma, it's ideas. <laughs> no, in Oklahoma, it's ask a Texan. People are throwing out white supremacy like grain to chickens. Well, and and that's the best part. That's the best part. It's like the word racist. Fifteen years ago, if you were called a racist, you were done. You were done. There's no question about it. But they have watered it down so much to where people are like, eh, everything's racist. It's like the old thing that everything will kill you. You remember how they said eggs are bad? And then all of a sudden, eggs were good. 
Coconut oil, bad. Coconut oil, great. Remember all that, it, all that shit we've gone through? And that's exactly what they're doing with the word racist. Now, if you're called a pedophile, you're done. But there are other words out there, homophobe, transophobe. And by the way, by the way, they need to come up with a better word for people that are, uh, here you go, anti-gay or anti-trans is better than homophobic or transphobic. You want to know why? Because phobic means you have a fear. And I got to tell you, I really don't fear a lot of things. Sharks? Terrified of. Buenos dias, ogre. I'm shark phobic. Whatever the fuck they want to call that. You goddamn right. I'm bear phobic. Fucking A. People wise, I'm not very people phobic. Maybe I'm Mike Tyson phobic because I know that motherfucker whooped my ass. I know I do not stand a chance against Iron Mike Tyson. I ain't going to try, try to fight more Floyd Mayweather. I ain't afraid of him. He weighs like, what, 130 pounds? He might bruise me a little bit. Conor McGregor, same way. Not really that worried about those guys. Mike Tyson will kill me. And then he might eat me or feed me to his tiger. I don't know. Ah, yes, Ogre, the great white shark is racist because it applies greatness to his skin color. You know what's so funny about that ogre? That is, that right there, that's genius. Why haven't they canceled that out yet? Why does it have to be a white shark? Can't they just call it the great shark? Just wait. I can't wait until they say, if you watch Shark Week, you're a racist. Shark Week is racist because they promote white superiority with great white sharks. By the way, I'm not giving them ammunition. You don't. Look, Ogre, I know that you say that and jest, and I laugh, and I say the same thing. You know, and I know. We Look, as family, let's all gather close to one another here so the other people don't hear us. People have already said that in those walks of they have, they have sat around, and they get mad when they call the great white shark that. Not, and now a lot of times, you don't even hear the word great in front of it. That's the funny thing. Oh, the white shark. And they don't, they even, oh, God, that, oh, that fucking irks them. Dude, we should start a campaign on this show just to see if people will swallow it and boom, your show hits on the national consciousness. We should we we should go after and try to cancel great white sharks. <laughs> the great white shark is oppressive to other animals in the sea. I am tired of this. Don't don't tempt me. Ogre, I'm about to do a video. I'm about to do a video. I'm just over here waiting for the country to cancel clowns. Now, that's a movement I can get in on. Rename it the Racha Shark. While you're at it, go ahead and cancel mimes while you're at it. Yeah, okay. My, my buddy, uh, the Warbird, the Warbird who does listen to the show, I don't know if he's on here today, 
Uh, Warboard likes to fuck with me and send me terrible memes about the Dallas Cowboys because he's a Niner fan and an idiot. He's got a super hot wife, but he's dumb. Yes, yes, I, I just called him dumb. And he sends me all these, hey, you know, put Tom Brady in a Cowboys jersey. That way Tom Brady will never get a ring again. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> So he sends that to me. I send him pictures of clowns. Why? Because you don't mess with me. I don't play fair. He's going to keep sending me that shit, and guess what? Clown pictures are going to get worse. I'm going to send him clown pornography. Yes, it exists. It's a challenge I had to do on an old show I was on. People couldn't, we couldn't look away. I won because, well, I can handle pornography. But it was it was disturbing. I think I would hate mime pornography because they don't say anything. You think they, they paint their junk in that too? Uh, clowns need to get canceled because it's white people putting on colors and makeup. Yep, there we go. Does the great white shark eat other white sharks? No, and that's racist. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, why do white sharks eat divers? Because their diving suits are black. So, yeah, I like this. I like this. We're starting a campaign to change the name of great white sharks to the Racha shark. You know what? Hold on a second here. Let's do it. Let's do another Facebook Live, shall we? Hold on a second here. I, I, I got to set some shit up. I, I'm not afraid. As Bernie Mac, Mac once said in an eight-minute comic performance, the one that really jump-started, I ain't afraid of you motherfuckers. I watched the whole story on Bernie Mac the other night. I miss Bernie Mac so very much. Oh, shit, I can't use that. God damn it. Because I have to do this. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Motherfuckers, you know I'm going to figure this shit out. All right, so here we go. Let's see. Let's see if I can get... Oh, oh, that's perfect. Perfecto. All right, let's see. Go to the Arnie States page. I'm going to do a Facebook Live, so you guys... Uh, Let's see. uh, Mime porn, finally. A mime trying to get into a box. That's pretty funny. That's good shit, Dave Co. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, we got to turn this shit up. All right. Well, maybe not too much. Let's see. We'll adjust some levels here. See how it sounds. You guys all on your Facebook pages? All right, here we go. Live video. Here we go. Arnie States. Live and in color. Starting the video now. Oh, hey there. How you doing? It's Arnie States here from the Arnie States Show. Hopefully, you're having a great Tuesday so far. Uh, We've come up with something here on the Arnie State Show. It's very important to not only you, but America and the world. There's been something that's been happening for the last 40 years that I think it's about time that we should put an end to. And that is using the term great white shark. Now, I don't know about you. But I don't know what makes them so great. Is it their whiteness? And if it is, really? Really, can't we do better than that? 
Can't we do better than that? Than calling them great white sharks? I mean, seriously, that's disgusting. How do other sharks feel? I would imagine other sharks are like, this is bull. We're pretty awesome, too. You don't call us great hammerhead sharks. You don't call us great tiger sharks. No, but you do call them great white sharks. And why? Because of all you oppressive, evil white people out there. That's why. And I am just sick and tired of it. We need to stop this immediately. I, Arnie States Today, will go to change.org and start a petition to get rid of that name. Either call him the Great Shark, the Racha Shark, or anything else. See, Vince, he gets it. They swim around enjoying their white privileges and two penises. Jesus, could we give them more stuff? I mean, really. Oh, this is making me sick to my stomach. I I am sorry. I apologize. This is gross. We should be doing better as a society. I I, I don't know if, if we can start talking about this, but maybe maybe we can go ahead and start giving reparations to other sharks. God almighty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have someone on my board here that just says, I bet some of those racist great white sharks have Nazi tattoos and sport tiny mustaches. Oh, I guarantee it. Someone else brought up a good point. They go after sea lions. Why? Because sea lions have dark skin. Oh, that just gave me the shivers. That's disgusting, people. That's why they go after people in wetsuits is because they have dark skin. Dark skin. Well, I, my friends, have had enough. Mark this day down. Tuesday, February the 23rd, 2021. We are putting an end to the phrase, great white shark. You know what we should call it? We should call it the evil white murderer. Evil white devil. Hmm. Man, oh man. Please help me and, and, and spread the word that we want to get rid of the oppressing white shark. There's nothing great about it to me. And by the way, while we're at it, why is it that we fear black bears? They're just bears. Why can't why or brown bears? Why don't we call them great black bears or great brown bears? Oh, that's right. That's right. Why? That's right, because we are an oppressive society. I have finally woken up. I am a part of the woke movement. 
I say we burn the film Jaws. Jaws should no longer ever be played. Jaws 2, Jaws 3, the 3D one, get rid of them. Chuck them out. Hmm. I I am really, I, I am on board with this, and I hope that you are too. Please join the cause here at ArnieRadio.com to get rid of great white sharks, at least the name. And let's make oceans great again. I'm Arnie States, and I approve this video. There you go. Well, guess what? I am going to get all kinds of shit for that, aren't I? (laughs) Jaws just got elected as VP. No, if Jaws was an if the VP was an animal, it'd be a bird. It would be a swallow. Hey now. Uh, Zach texts me, since I'm white, can I not drink Coke anymore? Uh, you better drink Coke, because if you stop drinking Coke, that's racist. Because they're telling you to stop being so white. Good morning, Hot Mom. I, I saw you on there. I wasn't saying hi to a lot of people on the uh, Facebook Live video. I did see that you were on there, and I appreciate that. MAGA, making oceans great again. I love it. I love that. You know somebody's going to fucking get butt hurt over that. I'm just telling you, maybe the reparations were maybe a little bit too far. Maybe I saw the line and I said, ooh, let me jump over this. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck. Come after me. Come after me. I know I talk about this guy a lot. His name is Dave Portnoy. He's the guy who runs Barstool Sports. And he is like he is like the 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 drink of the month now for everybody. There's a video yesterday where Troy Aikman came out and he goes, "I want to meet Portnoy. That guy has balls." And I like Dave Portnoy. And here's the reason why I, da- I like Dave Portnoy. You know, you watch his videos. He'll come out and he'll say, "Oh, Barstool is doing it bigger and better than anybody, and all these people are copying us." I love you, Dave. But, but you, you didn't start this. You didn't start the mockery, the things that, that, that old school disc jockeys did a long time ago. No. Did you jump the shark on that video? Hey, now. <laughs> I appreciate everything that Barstool is doing because they can do it because... Morning Radio was told we can't do that shit anymore. We can't, like, like uh, this, true story here. I, I, time for some stories. When I joined Dog Shit and Jerk Off, uh, I knew what worked for ratings. When you're building a new show. We have to stop recognizing it when great white sharks attack people. They don't deserve the airtime. Bingo. 
but I, I, I knew what it took. And that took doing old school radio shticks. Yeah, because that show, they did do shticks. But the problem is the shticks that that show did at the time were terrible. So we had to get it to where, look, and this is awful, and it's no fun to do. But let me tell you something. It fucking works. I've had consultants call me on this. I've had programmers call me on this and say, you did a great job doing that. Why? Because it gave you exposure for free. That's what a new show is always looking for is exposure for free. And that's what Barstool has done. They've gotten all this exposure, and it's pretty much been free. That's how you win. Now, there was a Friday the 13th when I was a part of uh, the dog shit show. There was a Friday the 13th. And the way that we've always won Friday the 13th is you dress big boy, me, up in coveralls, splash it with tomato sauce where there's blood and shit all over it, right? You wear a hockey mask, and you walk around a street corner waving at cars. It's stupid. Well, you either do that or you get all kinds of shit meat like tripe and stuff, and you put it in a bucket, and people have to dip their hand in the bucket of tomato juice or tomato soup to where it looks like blood. And you pull out a playing card, and if that's you, you get a you get a, a nine or an eight or a five, you win. That's how you win. Do you know what the lawyers told me at the radio station? No, I, I'm being totally serious here. The lawyer said, "Well, you can dress like Jason, but you can't take even a plastic machete out there." I said, "Why not?" Well, it might scare people. Huh? The days of radio, because and this is all due to lawsuits and how weak people are. I wanted to do a game where I hid $20, a $20 bill under like, I don't know, a can of soup in a grocery store. And I would give you hints where the $20 was. But the problem is you can't make people drive really fast to places because if they get in a crash, then you're held liable. Well, I'm not held liable. I just put $20 there, and I told people where it was. But they made it to where the radio stations are liable. See, radio used to do a lot of fun, cool shit like that. And that's and Barstool is on the Internet, and they're doing cool, fun shit like that. And they're blowing up. They're becoming huge. Why? Because people still want that entertainment. I dressed up as a Cupid on more than one Valentine's Day. Yes, the older I got and the fatter I got, the harder it was to find fucking diapers that would fit me. I did the event at the corner of Madison and I-80, right there on the corner where uh, In-N-Out is in Sacramento. One of the busiest spots in all of the town. Once again... Exposure for free. The corporate lawyers called me and said, you cannot have a bow and arrow out there. Even if it's made of plastic. (laughs) Plastic machetes are dangerous. 
You should do something with no element of danger, like making them drink water. Dude, we used to, and that used, and, and see, this is why Barstool, people have asked me, why is Barstool so popular? It's because it's entertaining. And they don't give a fuck. They're there to entertain you. That's why I respect them so very much. Is because they do this because they want to win. There's nothing wrong with that. When the water thing happened, that completely changed radio. We used to do, and, and I was so proud of this, like either the, uh, the Arnie Guy Challenge or our Valentine's Day party. We would have, my, my favorite story ever from that is, we would go on stage and we would have people spin this wheel. And you would have to do all kinds of crazy shit to win prizes. And the prizes weren't that good. But people wanted to participate in it because they wanted to win, and the crowd fucking ate it up. We would always do it at that Holiday Inn or wherever the fuck it is now, over on Madison and Date. The first one we did, I think, was my all-time favorite. Because I would always get to the event like two hours early. I, and I didn't drink, so I couldn't get the liquid courage to go on stage. I wasn't afraid to go on stage, like some people. But I would get there two hours early, and, and I would thank everybody for setting it all up for us and all that. Now, I remember I got there two hours early, right? The line actually stretched from the front of the ballroom through the hotel, out the front door, around the front of the hotel, all the way down, and then around to get in. Nothing made me more proud than seeing that. Then when they let everybody in, and they would have to turn people away, and I thought that sucked. I hated that they turned people away. But I understood fire codes and shit like that. And the first one was my all-time favorite because there was a girl who we had, and you had a bob for, I forget, maybe it was an apple, but you were bobbing in chocolate pudding. Think about that. <laughs> you would bob in chocolate pudding. And this girl, and this girl, was a, she was a big gal. And she jumped in there, and she's bobbing. And it's, it's one of those big, like, you know, Home Depot paint buckets. And she's got her head in there, and she's bobbing around. She comes out, and, her ta- and it was a timed event. And she got it. And she, you know, or, or she, she, uh, she had it, but she dropped it, so her time ran out. But she went to the back. And the contest went on, and we had a winner. And she, it, we were coming off stage, and she was still back there cleaning up. And I noticed something about her, and it was strange. And she goes, "Uh, can I go through that bucket? And I go, yeah, sure, why? She goes, I lost my teeth in there. The bitch's front teeth came out. (laughs) And everybody was bobbing in there afterwards. It was fucking hilarious. You couldn't do that today. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Uh, Tim says, I remember those lines. 
Why am I picture Artie leaving the corner and getting in his car and throwing the costume out the window just like Brad Hamilton when he quit Captain Hook at Fish and Chips? Oh, no. I, I mean, look, I had to do all the wacky stunts. I dressed up. Uh, this is a true one. This is one that was, this was a funny one. And I came up with this one. This is when I was on the dog shit show. It was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I dressed up as a turkey on the corner of Madison and Sunrise. And I was handing out turkey pot pies. We went to the grocery store. We went to like a Walmart and we got every fucking like banquet, the shit kind banquet turkey pot pies because they were like 77 cents. Actually, they were like 55 cents. And I handed out hundreds. Can't do that now. I got in trouble for that one. I found, I, well, I didn't get in trouble. The station got in a little bit of trouble because legal said, well, you can't hand that out. What if somebody gets sick from eating that? We didn't give a shit. We didn't care. Do you know why? Because it was funny as hell to see fat Arnie outdressed like a fucking turkey handing out turkey pot pies for Thanksgiving. That's funny. It writes itself. Ogre says, and she pulled out a fish and said, Goonie Goo Goo, hashtag delirious. Yeah, that's good shit right there. Tim remembers those lines. Uh, those And those were the best. And that kind of comedy and that kind of shit is going away. Oh, turkey, I'm still scared from seeing you dressed as Daisy Duke. Boy, I rocked the shit out of those Daisy Dukes. Gals, I don't know how you do it, because I cut the shorts a little too much. And if you if, we, if I would have sat down that night, that was a Halloween party where we all dressed like a Dukes of Hazard character. If I would have sat down, I would have been sitting in gum all night. That's all I'm saying. But I was a fucking hot Daisy Duke. And those were the same underwear that I wore for the ca- the calendar shoot. The same. G-string underwear. Yes, I have worn G-string underwear. Let that say, if you're having breakfast right now, Arnie, in a, uh, in a, I believe it was uh, it was leopard, snow leopard. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, and that's back when it was fun, and that's why I do this show. Now, look, somebody is going to find the video that I did this morning very offensive. And I used to have this little thing where I would just hold up three fingers. Since I don't have video yet, I'm holding up three fingers. And those, th- those three fingers stand for one thing and one thing only. I don't care. I don't care if you find it offensive. If I'm not, th- see, this is, this is where we are as a society. And it saddens me and it pisses me off all at the same time. If you don't like something I do, you do not have to listen to this show. You don't. No one, and I, I've tried to get people to break into people's house and force them to listen to this show and like it, but nobody's holding you at gunpoint. So why are you trying to take it off the air? The best way for you to take it off the air is by not listening.
Well, with all that material, if snow leopards weren't already endangered, they certainly are now. Uh, I'm trying to work on all this Arnie dressing sexy shit is preventing me. Okay, all right. But the best case to, to reference is married with children. Married with Children is the longest-running sitcom in television history. It almost didn't make it, though. You see, the first season, the ratings weren't that good. People didn't really get it. It had a great time slot. It was right after The Simpsons, but people, and in living color, but people didn't get it. It was, it was teetering on being canceled until a group of moms got together and went out and started a national boycott. Because some, I, I guess there was a laundry soap or something that, that was advertising during that. And they went after the laundry soap and they wanted to, they tried this boycott of married with children. And do you know what that, that happened? is that people tuned in. People said, well, we got to see what this is all about. I believe it ran for 19 seasons, 18 or 19 seasons Married with Children ran, and it was going to be canceled after season one until their ratings went through the roof because people checked it out and they stuck around because they found the show was funny. Now, that mom's group, I'm sure, was pissed off as all could be. But that's what happens. If, if you don't like my show, yeah, it bums me out because I want to have everybody listening to me. I think every broadcaster should want everybody listening to them. I had a guy on the show yesterday, a guy called into the show, Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy and I have gone, I met Joe Murphy before I was in radio. I met Joe Murphy at the Reno Hooters. And by the way, if you live in Reno and go, there's no Hooters there. There was. Right where that fucking Shave Beaver place is now, by the Outback. Right there on Moana and Kitsky. Or Moana, uh, Moana and Virginia. Sorry, Moana and Virginia. Joe and I met there. And I'll never forget the con- the first conversation we had is he's a big ne- Nebraska Cornhuskers fan. He was talking about how great the Huskers were, and I was wearing Texas outfit, and he was giving me shit. I didn't know him. And I just looked at him. I go, why don't you win a fucking bowl game? Didn't T. Martin just kick your ass? And from that moment on, Joe and I got along. And it took a few years, but Joe then somehow got in the radio because Joe has got an outstanding – Joe has got pipes. Everybody says, I have a great radio voice. I really don't. It, 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 you just remember it because you've listened to it for so long. Joe sounds like, and this Joe is actually talented, unlike Jerk Off in Sacramento. So Joe called the show yesterday, and uh, he thanked me for letting him come on later in the day. And uh, Joe and I are going to work it out to where Joe is going to call in during college football season. So uh, if you didn't like the college football stuff before, you might enjoy it now because Joe and I will be going back and forth, and it'll be fantastic. Uh, Got to get to work, ass fam. Catch y'all manana. Hope everybody has a great day. You too, Alicia. 
Dave Coe says, that's true. However, that kind of boycott didn't work then, but it works now. Well, it works now because people are so fucking weak. The Married with Children sent gift baskets every year to that group for saving the show. That's funny. That is funny. T. Martin, last Tennessee quarterback to win the national championship. Yeah, and he beat Nebraska. I, I, I Look, and that's the thing, man. That's what we're trying to do here. I'm not trying to change hearts and minds. But all these activists now that are a part of radio, that are a part of television, all of them want you to think the way they think. We don't work that way. Do you know what I do? I don't watch Wendy Williams. I think Wendy Williams is a talentless fucking... She's one of the most talentless men I've ever seen on television. And I know I'm going to get all kinds of backlash for calling her a man. You're transphobic. No, I'm not afraid of any trans person. The water drinking game changed the rules for radio. Yeah, but it didn't have to. That's the problem. It didn't have to. All we would have had to do was do a little bit more work, be a little bit more diligent. It wouldn't have had. It didn't. You're right. It did change radio. We no longer did live shows after that because if somebody fell down and got hurt, they could sue us. That's how pathetic the world is, is that we have to worry about that kind of shit now. Oh, it pisses me off, man. Do you know why it pisses me off? Because you guys deserve to laugh on your way to work. I was asked why I do what I do. Why do I get up and do this show and then take about an hour off and then start looking for stories because you guys have real jobs. You guys allow me to entertain you on your way to work. And I take that responsibility very, very seriously. Whether it's a five-minute commute or whether it's a 45-minute commute. I don't want you thinking about the awful day that you're going into. The, the shit bags that you have to work with. The people that use you at your jobs. I don't want you to think about that. I want you to at least have some joy in the morning before your day gets taken away from you by your job. Or if you listen to me on the way home, I don't want you to think about the rotten day that you had. I want to try to cheer you up before you have to go to those nightmares called children at your house and deal with all their bullshit. When Dave Coe is off to a job and he's listening in his truck, one, I can barely get in because I'm so fat. I can still get in it, though. I want him laughing because he's going to be out in the summertime. In, during the summer, he's going to be out there in 100-plus degrees, busting his ass, doing a great build of either a fence or doing whatever he does, a deck. He deserves to laugh on his way to work. You guys all deserve to laugh on your way to work. 
And that's why TV shows did it, because they wanted to entertain you. It, 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 it's so stupid. The world that we live in right now is so stupid. I have to right now stand up for somebody I absolutely positively hate. His name is Michael Che. A Jewish group is demanding that Michael Che apologize for his anti-Semitic joke about Israel's vaccination program on Saturday Night Live. I watched this. Israel's at 50%, uh, whatchamacallit, vaccinated from the horrible and deadly. And he says, uh, the 50%, he goes, I bet you that was the Jewish half. That's not anti-Semitic. Look, look. But, but this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This isn't a parody like what I did. What I did right there with the, with the shark talk, that's a parody of what this is. There are really people out there that want him to apologize for that. Oh, it's anti-Semitic. Why is it anti-Semitic to say that they inoculated the Jewish half? That they didn't get to the Palestinians? I get the jokes. Uh, Doug says, I'm at work during the whole show. You keep me entertained and informed during the work. That's my job. I like to keep you informed because you know why? Because I'm a news junkie. I love it. And I love giving my take on the news because that's the part that should entertain you. Michael Che should absolutely not apologize for that joke. Why? It was a fucking joke. And like I said, it pains me. It pain. I think Michael Che is one of the, the least talented people who's ever been on TV. And then I have to remember he works with Pete Davidson. Michael Che shouldn't apologize for that job. Of that joke? Not at all. Not at all. Norm McDonald got fired from Saturday Night Live for making fun of OJ. And the reason why he got fired is because Dick Embersall, who was running Saturday Night Live at the time, was close friends with OJ. People wanted OJ jokes. Norm McDonald just obliged. Douglas says, is comedy going to go all G-rated? Well, if it does, guess what? There's still going to be a place for me. I tell you what, if you are a part of the woke society, look, I'm going to say it right now, and I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. This week, I am calling Laughs Unlimited, and I'm going to talk to Jenny. By the way, if you're looking for a comedy club in Sacramento, Laughs Unlimited is the place. I'm going to talk to Jenny about Friday, September 17th. That is my birthday. That is my 50th birthday. And I want to have a birthday show. I want to do what I'm working on now. And I know Carlos lives in, uh, in Las Vegas, Carlos Rodriguez, and he's killing it right now there. I want Ellis Rodriguez to come in because he's not only one of my favorite comedians in Sacramento, he is one of my favorite all-time people. And I want to do a stand-up show that night that features us, the three of us. 
I want to do that show. And I want to video it, and I want to put it on the website. I got to talk to Jenny about it. And, yeah, it's going to be like 20 25 bucks to get in. And, and by the way, you guys can bring me gifts, too, that night. If you want. You don't have to. <laughs> maybe. I'll, maybe. Instead, if you get me a gift, if you get me a good enough gift, I'll register somewhere. And if you bring that gift, you can get in for free. I like that idea. That's a great idea. But let's see. When you talk to Jenny, do tell her that you and her are like peas and carrots. Yes, Jenny. Uh, after your birthday show, are you going to check yourself in the old folks home as planned? No, not yet. 55. 55 state-run nursing home. Uh, Arnie Jubilee. Yeah. I ain't going to call it that. Well, it, 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 We already have a name. This year, it's Arnie Geddon. Like Armageddon, but Arnageddon. It's Arnageddon 50. And like I said, I'll video it. If you can't make it, if you're like Butterfly in NYC, I'll put it on the website. Hopefully by that time, I'll have the, the, the web channel working. We'll put it on the web channel. If it happens, I'm going to take a day off work to see this one. Well, I'm, I'm going to make that call uh, probably tomorrow. I found my dad's best friend here in Texas last night. I wasn't sure if he was still around. And I, I checked Facebook. And he's an old guy. He didn't have Facebook, but his wife did. So I emailed her, and I, I can't wait. Mr. Jim was my dad's best friend. Mr. Jim is one of the best people I know, and it'll be nice to talk about that. But, yeah, I plan on – I, I want to do that. I'm going to have a 50th party here, too, of course. You only turn 50 once, but I'm going to have two parties because I got all my Dallas friends who I know aren't going to be able to make it. But all the Reno people, hey, September, there ain't snow on the ground. Come on over. And if Jenny can't do it, maybe I'll do it in Reno. All the Sacramento people, come on over. I can go to Club Calneva. I know Kenny will have me. Kenny and Jeff, hell yeah, they'll have me there. And that'll be a fun night. Why? Because you guys deserve a fun night. I love, man. There is nothing better. I, I loved radio when I first got involved. But I'll tell you this right now. There is nothing better to me than the instant gratification of laughter. <sighs> better than any drug. Well, almost any drug. But better than any drug you'll ever get. When you get that instant gratification, you want people, you want to make them laugh harder. I want you to pee your pants. That's my goal. My goal is to make you laugh so hard you fucking piss yourself. Is it going to happen every time? No. But if it happens once, man, that is such an amazing feeling. And Michael Che, I agree. I Who said it in there that uh, he's going to put Douglas, I agree. Straight Fire says, oh, please, Calney. We'll see. We'll see. If not, it's going to be in sack. Laughs unlimited. Get, then get Fergie in the audience. She's a natural. No shit, right? I I agree, and I believe that Michael Che is going to apologize for this, and I think he's stupid for it. And I think Lauren Michaels is stupid for it. And I think all these comedy shows that apologize for comedy, I think they're all stupid for it. Now, if you're some kind of fucking 
crazy Aryan that comes out and just wants to say the N-word over and over again like Michael Richards did, even though he's not a crazy Aryan, he just made a bad choice. Uh, the, that that word is not in my in my stand up, but hey, if you want to say it, it then you got to reap the consequences. And if there's a black person in your show and you say it, well, remember the twisted tea can. That's going to happen to you. It's part of what we do. We have to shock you at some point. We have to go. Oh my God! I can't believe you said that. I was totally thinking that, but I knew better than to say it. That's my problem. I don't know better than to say it. I'm just going to say it. Yesterday, yesterday, because <laughs> I like to fuck with people. We're driving around. I'm in the passenger seat. I notice a car. We're rolling up to a car at a stop sign. And this car has got a giant fucking hole in it. It's like, I, I want to say it was a Lexus or something that had one of those weird triangle windows in the, in the, in the passenger behind the driver's seat. It was cut out, and it had a big hole in it. <laughs> and we get to this hole. You, you can see it from miles. And pull up next to the guy, and he's, he's, like, looking at his phone. And I'm trying to get his attention. And he finally looks over at me, nerdy-looking guy. And, and, and I go, I, I, did, I did the international sign of rolling your window down by pointing to the ground. I was like, hey. And he starts to roll his window down. I said, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you have a giant hole in your window. And then I just rolled my window up and we drove off. And the guy just, just kind of stuck there like, huh? Did he just tell me I have a hole in the window that I fucking know I have a hole in the window? Wait, what? I fucking laughed about that shit. I did it the other day at a grocery store. I was driving at a grocery store. This lady's walking out of the grocery store. And she dropped something. And there happens to be a stop. See, this is why I know that my higher power looks out for me. Because this is the kind of shit that makes me laugh. I stopped, and I looked over, and I saw this lady had dropped something. I rolled my window down, and I said, excuse And she's down picking it up. And I go, excuse me, ma'am. You just dropped something. And then it was my turn to go. Didn't give them the opportunity to say thanks or like, I, uh, no shit, Sherlock. I just went because to me that's funny. That shit's funny. I I live for moments like that. Back in the day when we had magazine stores and bookstores, kids, kids, real quick, Uncle Arnie's going to tell you a magazine is something that came out once a month or maybe once a week that you would read and look at the cool pictures. Now it's on your phone. I would go into any bookstore, and I had this rager. There, there was two groups of people that I had a rager against. Number one was those bitches that work at makeup counters. I, I'll get to them here in a second. And the number two people are the conceited, stuck-up bookstore employees. Why? Well, because they're well-read. Hmm, I read books for a living, and then I sell them. So... You want to knock somebody down a peg? That's what you do. And there are still Barnes and Nobles open, and I suggest doing this. Hopefully, when there's a child around, you walk up to the counter. I have waited in line. I have waited in line five people deep once to do this 
because Chris Payne was there, and he was like wondering what the hell I was doing. I was like, I got I to check about this. And I got up to the front, and I got to the lady that I was hoping to get because she looked like she was the most arrogant, pompous person there. And I said, excuse me, ma'am, do you guys have this month's uh, edition of, of barely legal shaved? I still laugh at that. Chris walked out the door. And she's like, I said, yes, it's your, it, it's pornography. Because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Do you know why? Because that's entertaining to me. That shit's funny. And those bitches, now, now l- let me just tell you, these bitches that work at the fucking makeup cou- counter, I had to buy Satana. Yeehaw, Snapchat.com. I, I don't know how her voice goes. Sounds something like that. I had to go buy her makeup once. Oh, it was after the train accident. And, uh, oh, you don't know? Oh, she was hit by a train. Train did not do its fucking job. She lived after it. She had a broken tibia and cracked ribs. Fucking Union Pacific. Can't count on you to do anything. Uh, This may shock you, but a long, long time ago, I worked at a bookstore. Let me tell you, the employees are not well-read and intelligent. They're Bill's willing schlubs like anyone else. They just have to dress up in monkey suits. Well, they act that way, though. Ogre, you would have to admit that some of the people in those bookstores do act that way. You just have to pick the right one. But I went to the Mac counter, and this girl was, I don't know anything about fucking makeup. Look at me. For Christ's sake, I'm a fat redneck. Do you think I, 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 and I had the list of the shit that I needed to get. And I started reading it, and the girl was being a fucking bitch to me. Now, I do not like shaming people for whatever they do for a living. Because if I, if you work, I, I don't care if you're a cart wrangler at fucking Sam's. You're working. You've got a job. I respect that. But these makeup bitches. And this girl was rude to me. And after I got all the products, because I was far more afraid of Satana than I was of any rude fucking makeup girl. I looked at her, and I said, I have to say that you were, you were fairly rude. Oh, I'm sorry you felt that way, sir. I go, especially for being somebody that works in the fucking mall on an hourly wage, probably minimum. I mean, enjoy your day today and getting lunch at Orange Julius, bitch. I'm off to my career. And I walked away. Now, it made me feel good. I didn't, I wasn't going to change her, but it made me feel good because it brought her down. So, you know, that's just, that, there's nothing funny about it. I just want to tell you the story. Still a good story. But you do, I do all that stuff. Why? Because it entertains me and it's funny. And my goal, my goal in life is, is when I if, I, if I come up on a group of strangers, to leave them in a better mood than when I, when I got there. Went to a boot store a few years ago, and I've gotten to that point where I use those uh, the the tongs to put boots on because well I'm fat. And there was a, a a military guy there in his fatigues and his wife or girlfriend or whatever the fuck he, she was, and they're at the register next to me, and I thanked him for his service. He goes, "Yeah, I appreciate that." 
and I bought that, and the girl says, you find these okay? You find these okay, sugar? I was like, yeah, got to have these because, well, too goddamn fat not to wear my alligator boots, and I could see them starting to laugh. I mean, I could lose weight, but shit, I ain't going to do that. Why am I going to lose weight? I have taken 40 years to put all this weight on. This canvas has taken 40 years to build. Why am I going to take away from it? this point, the guy's laughing, the girl's laughing, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. See ya. Peace. Why? Because they were laughing. Did my job that day. It's my own personal motto. Leave people in better mood than you found them. Now, that makeup girl, yeah, I didn't do that to her. I didn't have the motto back then, though, either. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll get rid of that when we'll come back to this. By the way, Herschel Walker, former NFL superstar, uh, do you thank police officers for their service or only military? I thank police officers. I tell them I appreciate them. Uh, if I see a police officer in a car next to me and I'm wearing a hat, which I'm always wearing, I always tip my cap to them. At least I try to. I respect what they do. Herschel Walker, the reason why the Dallas Cowboys were so good in the 90s is because they traded him away. Thank you, Minnesota, for all your draft picks. Thanks for three Super Bowls. We should have had four, but, eh, well, some people like to cheat. All right, let's see. You pulled George Costanza made <laughs> made a great joke and left. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the way you do it. I'm not going to go on. Butterfly says, ah, I once mispronounced the name of shade, and the sales girl told me they don't uh, anything by that shade. And then another girl overheard and was nice enough to suggest I meant such and such, which was the correct shade name, and I actually meant. But it was such a minor difference. I know the first girl was just being a rude bitch. Yeah, that's all, and, and a lot of those girls are. So if you get a chance to take them down a peg, you do it. I give you Arnie's uh, stamp of approval on that. Just like I give the Arnie stamp of approval on what Herschel Walker has said. Herschel Walker said, slavery ended over 130 years ago. Black Americans should not get reparations. I agree. I, I, I don't understand where all this talk of reparations is coming from. I know where it's coming from. Good old Barack didn't, didn't get it done, so now the Indian Giant's going to try to get it done. even though that she has got a racist in the seat of president in Joe Biden. I mean, remember, black kids, poor kids, just as good as the white kids. He said something like the cheating TB12 comes to mind. The Democratic-led House is poised to create a commission to study reparation proposals. Who pays? I don't pay. I ain't paying shit. And I'm going to tell you why. It ain't because I'm a bigoted, racist son of a bitch. My family never owned slaves. My great-grandfather. It's either great or great, right? Let's see. Dad? No, because dad was old. So it's just a great-grandfather. 
my grandfather's daddy owned a tavern in St. Louis. Might have been great, great. They immigrated to America from, ha, top of the morning to you. Faith and Begara from Ireland, don't you know? Somewhere in the, the range of 1895 to 1899. They were here before the 1900s, but it was, it was about 1890. I want to say 1898 came to this country. Uh, there weren't any slaves in. And by the way, if you were Irish, you didn't own shit. You owned a lot of potatoes, don't you know? So why do I have to pay reparations? Uh, I'm not. Hey, if they pass the law, that's great. But uh, excuse me, uh, uh, taxation without representation there. You're going to hammer me on that just because I'm white? I don't owe any money. I didn't own a slave. My daddy didn't own a slave. My my granddaddy, my granddaddy's daddy, and my granddaddy's daddy's daddy never owned a slave. So why do I have to pay? Colin Farrell, is that you on the Arnie State Show? Thank you. Uh, yeah, the, the the Irish accent's not bad. Oh, faith and be good. You have to start it out. Like any good impersonation, you have to start it. You have to have a couple key phrases to get you going. There's one I love, like in the movie Wider, when he goes to meet up with Doc Holliday for the first time, he meets an Irish bartender. Uh, he has the tuberculosis. <laughs> the way he says tuberculosis is so fantastic. Ah, uh, you always have uh, Irish accent. You always have to start with ah, uh, faith and begara. Top of the morning to you. It's patio sale here. Hoping you have a wonderful day. May your potatoes be ripe, and your whiskey be riper. That's how you do an Irish accent. Let's see. Uh, pip pip. Oh, cheery out. Oh, That's how I start my British accent. Always starts off with. Blimey's. Oh, going to the the loo. So you can do you can do a British accent too. Blue, the former NFL player Herschel Walker on Wednesday said black Americans should not receive reparations for slavery. There's a little Irish mixed in there. Jack Nicholson, you always have to start with well. It kind of sounds almost like like Ronald, but well. Johnny, you see, I'm on the Carson show. Me and Johnny, we're banging these broads, you see. I don't really do that great, Jack. You can't handle the truth. Don't forget pronounce your the T-H as T, like Tinkin. Oh, one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, I don't see the reparations going through as too many people will fight it when they get the white privilege tax. It will seriously hurt the Democratic Party as you start fucking with the woke white person's pocketbook. Well, now, this is why I did the story is because that you bring up a great point. The woke white people are the guilty white people. And the guilty white people will be the first ones that open up their wallets and their bank accounts. Zach says, we tend to forget that Irish and Italian people were not exactly welcomed when they landed in Boston or New York. No, they weren't. Irish need not apply. 
great-great-granddaddy Rickaby, he didn't change his name. A lot of Irish immigrants changed their names so they wouldn't have Irish-sounding names so they could get jobs. He was proud of his name, so he didn't change it. Uh, Fred says, I'd quit my job and live off the grid and under a table before I'd ever pay reparations to scum that don't deserve it. Ogre says, Douglas, you silly goose. They'll just tax people who actually work for a living. Exactly. It's like what they're about to do to Wall Street. I have a, I have a story coming up about Wall Street and how they're going to start taxing. I guess, I, I, I don't know enough about Wall Street, and I saw the story yesterday. And Wall Street is dead set against this. I think they're going to start taxing your initial trade. Like I know, I know about capital gains tax. Like if you make money off your ta- uh, off your investments, they're going to tax you on that. This is going to be like taxing vegetables and food. You know how you go to the grocery store and there's no tax on food on certain food. Well, this is the federal government now saying, "Well, we're going to put a tax on food." There's no tax on food. That's just how I equate it. That as soon as you invest in something, let's say if you're a first-time investor, you have all these fees that you have to pay and pay and pay and pay. Well, there's one more they're going to add to it, and that one goes right to the federal government. And that's what's called a tax. We'll get to more of that here in a little bit. Uh, Oh, yeah. Dude, what was I thinking? Fucking woke white people. Yeah. Oh, look. This is going to be... This is going to be an interesting fight, the reparations. House Resolution 40, sponsored by uh, Representative Sheila, ja- Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas, which would create a commission to study reparations proposals. Uh, Walker, a standout athlete, blah, 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 says, quote, we use black power to create white guilt. My approach is biblical. How can I ask my Heavenly Father to forgive me if I can't forgive my brother? He added that reparations teach separation. Slavery ended over 130 years ago. How can a father ask his son to spend prison time for a crime he committed? Well, he's, he's, he's 100% correct because that's not America. It's not. Other countries, they do that. I believe it was... Uh, I believe it's... And I'm not making a Polish joke here. I want to say it's Poland. It could be Brazil. That if you get a DUI there, they put your entire family in jail. Couldn't get away with that here in America. And if it's not Poland, uh, if it is Poland and Brazil is, Brazil, they can give you the death penalty for driving drunk. Yeah, that's a good idea. Change your name to O. Smith. It'll fool everybody. Yeah, exactly. We're going to see this is going to be a story this year. Mark my words. Mark my words. There is nobody who is a guiltier white American than the man, the feeble man, who is in the office of the president right now. He is so guilty, yet he still says all the bad shit. He still says it. I mean... Corn Pop was a bad dude. Come on, man. I, I'm sorry, Joe, but you said it. This fellow. Okay. North Korea punishes three generations down. Yes, that's what other countries do. And now we're going to do that here in America? 
I have to pay for something my ancestors did? Huh? So if my great-great-granddaddy killed somebody and got away with it, and now they found out he did it, I got to go to jail for him? I don't think so. No, no, I I, I really don't think that's going to happen. I know I'm talking crazy, but that shit ain't happening. You know why it ain't happening? Because it's pissing me the fuck off. Starting to get worked up again. Might have to go on a rant. No, can't do that. All right, last story here, and then we'll take a break. I've talked long enough for this segment. When when is Stormy Daniels going to go the fuck away? When are we not going to hear from this fucking cum-guzzling porn star anymore? By the way, cum-guzzling has-been porn star. About 15 years ago, Stormy Daniels, I. Now, <laughs> woof. She was rode hard and put away loose. Well, Stephanie Clifford is her real name. She has a defamation case of going against former President Donald Trump because they had they had consensual coitus. He cheated on his wife with her. She's a porn star. I get it. And he said, I don't know what he said. I don't know how he defamed her. Uh, Daniels gave an interview about the affair to Touch Magazine in 2011 and later was threatened by a man telling her to leave Trump alone, forget the story. So she's suing him, and it's made it all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's got better shit to do than to listen to a cum-guzzling hooker, because that's what she is. He, he defamed me. By the way, the Supreme Court threw it out. Supreme Court said, no, nope, sorry about that, hon. Did, did you put his balls in your mouth? Oh, you did? Well, he can say whatever he wants. Just, just go away. Just you know, hey, go on the like, like, like do do the old timers fucking league of porn. You get in there with like Nina Hartley and and and, and Ginger Lynn. You know, go around signing autographs, sign sign some you know old guys' penises, and do things like that. You are not relevant anymore. I'm sorry that you aren't. I apologize. Nobody's buying your or, or illegally downloading for free your videos and having a tug to it. And if they are, they're the videos from 20 years ago. <laughs> which which you were paid for with, with cocaine and heroin a long time ago. I can't believe she's still in the news. By the way, her lawyer, isn't her lawyer in jail? He beat the shit out of his wife, allegedly. Oh, here's a shitty show coming to Billy Bob's, Thomas Rhett. I do believe I'll be missing that one. No, thank you, Billy Bob's. <laughs> That's called nostalgia fop. Fap. Yeah, that's all that shit is. I, and, and by the way, there are a lot hotter, older porn stars than you there, Stormy Daniels. 
By the way, if you if you missed it earlier, we do have uh, the uh, we finally have the Chicago mayor on tape. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief, murderer. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Bane doesn't even like her. You merely adopted the dark. I was, I was born, born in it. I've been walking around the house for the last week talking to Bubba that way. Ah, hello, Bubba. It is me, Bane. Bubba, are you awake now and getting off the couch? Well, I'll take a break and give you permission to get off the couch. And how stupid is that the difference between prostitution and pornography is just the presence of a video camera? I wonder if you bring a cabin, a camera to a hooker's hotel, if you can still get stung by the police if you tell them you're putting it on Pornhub page. Interesting. Interesting. Ah. Butterfly says, Tim and Grass Valley, you should be a lawyer if you aren't already. All right. We'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hank, let's talk about your daddy. Tell me how your mama loved that man. Well, just break out a bottle, horse. I'll tell you about the drifting cowboy band. We won't talk about the habits Just the music and the man That's all Now Hank, you just gotta tell me Did your daddy really write all them songs? Did he? I don't deserve no answer, Hawks Let's light up and just move along He wrote them about your mama Or about the man who done her wrong You know that Yeah, back then they called him crazy Nowadays they call him the same Now the ones that called him crazy Well, if he was here right now, Bocephus, would he think that we were right? Do you think he might? Uh, don't you know he would walk toss you? Be right here by our side. If we left for a show in Provo, be the first one on the bus and ready to ride. Wherever he is, I hope he's happy No, I hope he's doing well Isn't it? He is, cause he's got one arm around my mama now He sure did love Miss Audrey and raising hell I won't ask you no more questions Till the story's only Hank can tell 
sick How Miss Audrey loved that man You know I've always loved to listen To the stories about that drifting cowboy band And man You know when we get right down to it Still the most wanted outlaw in the land Biden 
playing the meow game, but with the N-word, it's at the 12-minute mark. You put the link up here. So, all right, here we go. Let, let, let's stop this thing from playing here. Let's shut that the fuck up. All right. Uh, turn that up and hit. Uh, this is from uh, Louder with Crowder podcast. All right. Certain way. Yeah. And what would you say? Hold on a second, uh, D'Angelo. What you just said is racist. No, it's not. No. Ah! 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 Offensive. Um, no one's paying attention to this, and I think I know why. It's time for This Week in Biden. Oh, you have if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. And we have a second clip of this, right? The <laughs> yes, slow. Okay. I have the slow. Yeah. You may have missed this. Okay. Did you watch this clip yet? I have not. Let's All right. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to be surprised. Hold on to your butts. Uh, this excited. was Joe Biden in a recent test, but just watch the clip. <laughs> Look, the range of challenges Europe and the United States must take on together is broad and complex. And I'm eager to hear, I'm eager to hear, eager to hear next. Whoa! Oh, he just dropped an end bomb. Whoa! Yeah, hold on a second. I know what you're going to say. And I, a word whisker, but it's a bad whisker. <laughs> Whoa! Here's, we, just a case for those who wait, missed it. Wait, wait a second. Eager to hear next. Eager to hear, eager to hear. Whoa! Oh, that's a word whipper. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rump roll. Uh, speaking no, of which, blanket no. statements that are wildly offensive. Um, wow, one no more time. No one's paying attention to this, and I think I know Holy why. It's time shit. for this week in Biden. Oh, yeah. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. And we have a second clip of this, right? The <laughs> yes, slow. Okay. I have the slow. Yeah. You may have missed this. Okay. Did you watch this clip yet? I have not. All right. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to be surprised. Hold on to your butts. Uh, this excited. was Joe Biden in a recent test, but just watch the clip. <laughs> Look, the range of challenges Europe and the United States must take on together is broad and complex. And I'm eager to hear, I'm eager to hear, eager to hear next. No! What the? Oh, he just dropped an N-bomb. Yeah, wow. hold on a second. I know what <laughs> I don't think he really did. It just slipped out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going on here in this country? It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles, Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. Lakers. Lady, it's Lakers. <laughs> Who sent me that? Dan, thank you. That's fucking great. Oh, new cages for immigrants. Hold on. Let, let's check out this link, too. Oh, those are lovely. Those are lovely. Wow, they look like they're, they're, they're concrete buildings. And they do have cages on them. They do have bars on the windows. That is not good. That is bad. That's bad optics right there. You think Ted Cruz had bad optics? That's horrible if it ever gets shown. By the way, it won't. Andrew says, did Biden forget that he was a president and not an ESPN broadcaster? I mean, seriously, he said Lakers. Oh, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Oh, my God. That is so fantastic. I mean... <laughs> Joe say he said it. Fucking white people. I, I mean, seriously. Joe? Please don't do that. You can't. You can't. 
Shit, look at this honky. That's what people are saying. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Please. Honky, please. Do you think do you think it happens in the White House? Do you think that when Joe Biden is walking down the hallway and all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe maybe uh, Vice President, the, the Indian giant walks down the hallway and he says, Oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. <laughs> no, I know the media is going to cover that one up. I love it. He didn't really come out and say it. It slipped out, but hey, it is what it is. Ah, oh, that was funny. Uh, Dan, thank you so much. Oh, that's good stuff. Now, let, let, let's talk. Okay. Now, we, we've had some serious discussions on the show today. We're going we're gonna to lighten things up a tad bit, just a, a little bit here. Actually, a whole bunch. Uh, we got to talk about Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Now, look, as you know, I'm a big fan of fast food. Love fast food. Whataburger is my favorite. Uh, I, I have given up my war with, uh, with McDonald's because they did bring back the McRib, thanks to me. Let's remember America. The McRib became popular again because of me. I brought it back. It all those phone calls, all the bitching. I, I, have pro- I didn't eat the, until this year or until last year, the end of last year. I hadn't eaten at McDonald's in over two years. No, I'm already trying to hold this shit in 50 mile more, more miles ago. Well, I got to talk about it. Because now McDonald's has got a new chicken sandwich coming out. Popeye's has got a fish sandwich coming out. By the way, why is Popeye's... I mean, nobody... Can, can I just say nobody likes the fish sandwich anymore? You only eat the fish sandwich because it's Lent. That's it. Oh, Stackard, that's what I want to talk about, bringing back the Mexican pizza. Have we not been held hostage long enough by these evildoers at Taco Bell, PepsiCo, and Yum? Well, Taco Bell has announced this, this is fucking stupid. This is fucking gay. Taco Bell said Monday it's testing a taco version of a chicken sandwich. Now, what it looks like is a piece of chicken in a piece of flatbed bread that looks like a taco. It's got some sauce on there and some jalapenos. Jalapenos, sorry. To, to, to get in the fight. To get in the fight of the chicken sandwich. By the way, when did chicken sandwiches become so fucking important to everybody? I like chicken sandwiches. I do. I like chicken sandwiches. By the way, KFC is going to start making their meat. Do I still have the story? I got to find that story. God damn it. Where is it? Where is KFC? Oh, shit. Did I get rid of it? Hold on a second here. It's starting in, in the KFCs in Russia. Now, I did not know they had Kentucky Fried Chicken in Russia. Uh, let's see. Fake meat. News. It, huh? 
Malaysia is releasing a no, no chicken chicken burger next week. Hey, you can't call it a fucking chicken burger. First of all, there ain't no burger in there. And secondly, if it's no chicken, then you can't say it's chicken. But yeah, KFC is going to all this engineered bullshit. Plant-based shit. I'm just telling you this right now. If KFC introduces fake chicken, they will go out of business. I'll never eat there again. Ooh, hey, Arnie, when you visit Nashville, go south. There's a KFC buffet just outside of town. You're going to have to email me that one because I will go there. Because that KFC is at least 15 years behind the time. So thank God for Tennessee, which you'll never, ever hear me say again. But that sounds fantastic. But, but enough about KFC. Let, let's go back to it. Look, I, 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 like, I like chicken sandwiches. They're delicious. Okay? But this new onslaught of everybody having a fucking chicken sandwich... Well, of course, Popeye's is going to have a chicken sandwich. They're a chicken place. You got Wendy's with one. You got McDonald's introducing yet another chicken. How many fucking chicken sandwiches does McDonald's need to have? Jesus Christ. They have more chicken sandwiches than they have burgers. They need to change the sign under the golden arches to say over 7 billion chickens slaughtered. KFC, I can't believe it's not chicken chicken sandwich. <laughs> you know who has Mexican pizzas? Me. That's right, me. Even Sonic has a new chicken sandwich. Sonic? Sonic is jumping into this stupid game. What? I'm putting my foot down. This is it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am announcing right here, right now. If I ever am in the hankering of a chicken sandwich, I will only go to one place. And that is Chick-fil-A. That's it. If I want chicken on the bone, I'll go to KFC until they stop using real chickens. Fuck you, Taco Bell. Bring back the goddamn Mexican pizza. They use Comrade Sanders in Russia. The ads show him beating protesters back with a used fryer oil. And he goes shirtless like Putin. Comrade Sanders. <laughs> hey, Taco Bell. <whistles> look. Look. Uh, let's see. Blame Chick-fil-A. All these other places are just jealous of the lines that people show up for the best chicken sandwich around. I'm still mad KFC got rid of their grilled chicken. They got rid of the grilled chicken? I don't know why my voice went up like that. I liked the grilled chicken. The grilled chicken wasn't bad. You know why? Because there was still skin on it. That's why it was good. I've had the grilled chicken at, 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 at Chick-fil-A. I got to say, not very good. It's dry. Dry the motherfucker. Is riding old lady's coochie. <laughs> With the rise of BLM and the sudden chicken sandwich trend, why is anyone calling this racist? 
I want to bring, bring back the grilled stuffed burrito. Amen. That was delicious. The grilled stuffed burrito, I remember that was one of the first pieces of food I ever snuck into a movie theater. Had a pair of cargo shorts on. Both sides of the cargo shorts had grilled stuffed fucking burritos in there. Delicious. Get rid of the Mexican pizza. Boy, I've told you all about a pizza place here in Texas called Campisi. Well, it's an Italian restaurant. It's a former mob of Dallas. Don't say that out loud too too loud. And I, their pizza has always been my all-time favorite. It's real, real thin crust. Real thin crust, crispy. Well, now they've introduced it to grocery stores. Well, I, I brought one home. Got one brought home. And uh, cooked it yesterday. I got to say... Uh, I don't know. Like, and they keep it in the refrigerated section. It's not frozen. It's refrigerated. So the the dough is still kind of doughy, like you just made it. And we were afraid to put it right on the the rack, so I put it on pan. And I got to tell you, I I I almost I, I was sick last night because you ain't supposed to eat that kind of dough like raw, and it was just gooey. The top was fantastic. The top tasted perfect. But I got yeah. Can you can put that shit right on the 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 grill things, right? Right on the right. I'm pretty sure you can. I just got to do it. I just got. It was in our fridge for like a day, so we didn't go to the store and bring it home, put it up right away. You got to try that. That shit was good. But the Mexican pizza is my all time favorite Taco Bell thing, and they got rid of it. Now, I'm thinking that sometime in this year, they're going to bring it back. They're going to have, well, we've listened to it. I, I think this is going to be like a shitty reunion tour of, like, the Eagles or Kiss. You wanted the best? Well, you got screwed. It's Kiss. <laughs> that poor movie theater. Halfway the movie, Arnie's ass light the room on fire. <laughs> Taco Bell's craving packs got me through the NFL playoffs. I liked I look I like their tacos. I love the Doritos tacos. Those are good. I like soft tacos. I like the bean burrito. I, I'm old school when it comes to Taco Bell. Taco Bell is like Jack in the Box. They just released too much shit. And I'm sure Jack in the Box has got a fucking chicken sandwich coming out soon too. Mm. Whoa, did you ever notice the Mexican pizza went away the same time McRib came back? It's a fucking conspiracy. Yep. The Illuminati is real, people. And they're here to punish your eating habits. I I, I hate the fact that they're playing. The, the, these limited menus, the, these things got to go. See, this is why I need to become a United States senator. Because that's the kind of shit I'd campaign for. I would campaign for Joe for, for John Q. American, for Dick and Jane Q. American. That's who I'd campaign for. I know the struggle's real. Enough of the limited menu items. By the way, some of them aren't that fucking good. You can get rid of them quick. My go-to is bean burrito, extra onions, extra cheese. Me too, Stackar. My go-to menu, my, my go-to order. If I'm hungry and I just want to go through the look, uh, and it's like ten dollars now, and I remember that used to be like three dollars. You get two bean burritos, extra onions, extra cheese, two soft tacos, large drink. 
bam, done, good. Now you got the gordita. I don't know what the difference between a gordita and a chalupa is. One of them's fried, and I always get the wrong one because I want the one that has the fried shell. And I always get the one that has, like, what what, what these fucking chicken sandwiches are going to be in. Dave Coe says, I missed the Enchirita. The Enchirita was one of those limited items that was fantastic that should have made it permanent. That was good. Tim says, I'll move to Texas to vote for your ass. Damn right. My go-to Taco Bell has always been seven-layer burrito, grilled stuffed chicken burrito. Motherfuckers got rid of both. No, because they're bastards. Because those are good. LOL, 598. That was my same order with Dr. Pepper, no ice. Yeah. I just found out something really interesting, people, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you all out. I'm going to help you all get to the size of me. If you're like me and you're a fan of the McDonald's breakfast, by the way, still haven't had an Egg McMuffin yet. I need to go and have I just found out, I just found out that if you go to McDonald's and you order breakfast, you, 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 and, and I love, I do love McDonald's biscuits. They're good. They're not as good as Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. has got a lock on the biscuit breakfast sandwich. But see, they do the same thing with their biscuits. They serve that really nasty fucking folded egg thing. That, like, scrambled egg folded thing. I don't like that. I like the round egg. I like the egg McMuffin egg. I just found out that if you go to McDonald's, you can order the round egg on the biscuit sandwiches. I know. I know. I I was like, holy shit, you can? The round egg is revolutionary. That, that folded shit, that, that's something gross. That's something that one of these people, that, that one of these fusion people that like to break down food, they said, oh, go to McDonald's and get the folded egg. The folded egg sucks. I say no more folded egg. That'll be my campaign. I'll run on it. McDonald's will only serve the round egg. Oh, stack hard. Stackar, I have to let you in on a little secret here, buddy. He says, and fuck McDonald's for taking away the all-day breakfast. Well, uh... Not here in Texas. No, no, we still have all-day breakfast. Oh, yeah, well... This is why Texas is better than everywhere. We still have all-day breakfast, bitch! I'm telling you right now. Hey, if you work for Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, listen to me right now. If you want to shoot up the chain, offer your all-day breakfast. I'll I'll do it right now. I'll do it real quick. I will rank the breakfast in the world. One, two, three, four. Fast food breakfast, you go Carl's Jr. is number one. McDonald's, number two. Uh, Number three, I don't like Wendy's. I think their breakfast sucks. You know what? This is going to surprise the world. I I am going to freak the world out. Burger King. 
And number four is make it yourself cereal. Uh, am I the only one here that used to love the powdered eggs we got Nate at breakfast at school? I always got oatmeal or, or something like that. I never got the eggs at school because I like my dad's eggs too much. I so not like the round egg. I don't like the yolk. Okay. I do not like the round egg. I don't like the yolk. All right. Stackar has Burger King, Mickey D's, Carl's, and Wendy's. You like the Wendy's breakfast, okay. I make the folded egg at home with cheese like a biscuit omelet. I hate the fold. See, I... Be, be, and here's the deal is that it, you probably season it right. McDonald's doesn't season that egg. That egg is nasty. That folded egg, that folded egg is cancer just waiting to happen. It's gross. Yuck. Yuck O'Rama. But why why does Taco Bell have to do this? You're you're coming out with all this new shit. And it's all bullshit to begin with. Oh, Andrew, all right, sweet. He sent me the address. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. Damn, that's one handsome guy right there. Oh, that's me. Look at that. And my new... Orange and white A hat, yeah. Yeah, it's a new one. I I had to get a new one made because the one I had, the bill I had to have painted because you can't buy a a white hat with an orange brim anywhere. You can't find them anywhere. So I had to paint it, and when I sweat, and, you know, in Texas you're going to sweat wearing hats, the the paint runs. So I I had to change it. So I got another hat, and uh, I did the the, – it's fucking – it's – it's mind-numbing how fucking dumb it is, how many stitches are in the hats, but I will pull all the stitching out of the tee. I still have a Texas hat to wear to Texas games, but I needed a, a, a good orange and white Arnie hat. Finally got one yesterday. Made it happen. Dude did a good job watching that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I love Burger King for sandwich. See, Burger King. Oh, oh, I know who my number. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second here. Whoops, my bad. Burger King is fourth on my list. Number number three is Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box breakfast is fucking delicious. Yeah. I like the Jack in the Box sausage croissant sandwiches. Yeah, Jack in the Box has great breakfast shit. I think they're in their shit all day, too. I get frozen waffles from the store, toast them with egg and bacon in the middle, sometimes with cheese. That sounds good. Um, why does Taco Bell have breakfast menu? And anyone try Del Taco breakfast? No. We don't have, I don't think we have Del Tacos down here in Texas. We got a Taco Bueno. You ain't going to catch me in there. That place will give you the runs and not for the border. That's, that's the runs for the toilet right there. I'm not a big fan. Taco Shack? Nope. Ain't going there. Chicken Express? Fuck Chicken Express. I ate a Chicken Express once down here in Texas. I was visiting. I never had the shits like that, ever. Ever. Those are like the shits on steroids. Del Taco has a pretty good breakfast. All right. All right. I don't mind Del Taco. Del Taco isn't half bad. 
But it, there's just something like their beans or something miss. Boy, the one thing we don't have here, and I miss it. I think if I do come back in September, which I'm planning on for the for the birthday show, maybe I'll have the backstage catered by Taro from Makuni because I need some I need some good sushi. I, I I had some I had some sushi here and it was okay. It wasn't good. I mean, it, it was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't Makuni level. So I need that, and I need some gym boys. We don't have gym boys here. Oh, God damn, gym boys is good. We do have a place. There's a place I want to try. It's called Fuzzies. It's a taco place called Fuzzies. I hear their tacos are amazing, so I got to try that place out. Uh, Addict to Brian isn't on today. She isn't here. I don't see her name. Wait, hold on, let's see. Let me scroll through here. She's very interested in me going to uh, Franklin Barbecue. Uh, I believe that I am headed. uh, We have an announcement to make. Yes. uh, What day is that? Uh, Saturday, March 6th. It's a Saturday morning. I will be going to Austin, Texas, and I will be going to Franklin Barbecue, and I will be Facebook-living it. Um. Arnie had Chicken Express pass the toilet after Chicken Express. Damn right. Hey, send me some of that Chicken Express. I can give it to my sister for when her <laughs> sister colic. <laughs> Back in the 90s, Taco Bell used to have simple and amazing breakfast. Steak and egg burrito was awesome. They fucked it all up. Yeah. LOL, fuzzy tacos. Yeah. Fred says, you don't have gym boys? Texas just lost my vote. I know, man. We got better plate. We got, hey, we got Whataburger. Fuck you. Whataburger breakfast is the best. Oh, now, now, Whataburger breakfast. See, I didn't put that on my list there because y'all ain't got it. Boy, you get a you get a potato taquito. Fucking hey, you are set, baby. Whataburger breakfast is best bar none. The end. Jalapeno cheddar sausage biscuits with a side of country gravy for dunking my biscuit sandwich. I guarantee. Yeah. I guarantee. I gotta say, it is pretty damn good. Who's calling me during the show? You can't call me during the show. I don't even know that number. But, I mean, we, we also have Waffle House. I had Waffle House the other day, and it wasn't that good. I don't know what it was. Maybe there wasn't enough grease on it. I'm not sure. Kind of bummed me out. I was kind of shaking my head like, this isn't that good. There ain't a lot of flavor to this. You know what it was. There were too many honkies working in there that day. I'll tell you that right now. But, yeah, Franklin's Barbecue down in Austin is supposed to be, like, the best brisket in the entire universe. We'll be trying it. I'll wait in line. Waterburger Breakfast greeted me for my first trip to Texas. Yee fucking haw, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, my, my go-to at, at Waterburger for breakfast is at least two potato taquitos. Those are just fucking gold. Eggs, potatoes, cheese, tortilla. Bam! Done. Yeah, see, I did, did Andrew, that's what I did. See, the, there's a Waffle House that's here in Rockwall that I hate going to because all the ladies there are fucking bitches. They're all fucking rude. They are fine. I hate, I, I honestly, I hate the Waffle House in Rockwall. So I went to the Waffle House in Garland. 
which is only four miles away. In the south, Waffle Houses are like Starbucks. And I went to one in Garland. I've eaten there before. Fuck, I, I was with Brady Kidd, and I looked at her and I said, I'm surprised they let me in here. We spent many a drunk nights in here. Now, the IHOP in Garland, I cannot go to. I know that I, I know that my picture is still on a wall there, and it's because of nothing that I did except being loud. But my friend Dave, my friend Dave Howell, yes, I will out him public, and he still has it to this day. We went there after a drunken night of partying at the water park. And by the water park, I mean the parking lot. We used to have parking lot parties if somebody's parents weren't out of town because we all wanted to drink. So we went there and we're like, let's go to IHOP. I was like, hell yeah, I can fucking finish off some pancakes. I found enough money in the pool that day where I could pay for pancakes. And we're in there, and he gets one of those. Have you ever seen that, like that, the 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 really fancy like IHOPs you go into? They'll have the the booze and the tables, and they'll have those big giant brass balls on top of the booth. Well, those are screwed in. And my friend Dave unscrewed like two of those, and he's kept it this whole time. And those things are like seventy bucks each. They were back like back in the day. They were like seventy bucks each. Boy, they fucking chased us out of there. That was fucking funny. Uh, I had Whataburger like eight years ago when it, it was okay. Maybe I went to the one and they had an off day. Yeah, you got to try it again, Stackar. So his dad says, isn't Austin the San Francisco of Texas? Watch out for the poop. Oh, I know. Uh, believe me, I know. That trip is to go to Franklin's. It's to go to, uh, uh, what's the, oh, I, Adams, is it Adams Boots? There's a boot store there, unless Texas Boot Company is also in Austin. I got to find out. We're going to the boot store. I'll go to the bookstore at the University of Texas because, well, it's I'm in Austin. I have to go there. That's just, you have to. Uh, but I am not going to, I'm not going to talk to people there. I'm going to stand in line at Franklin's, get my barbecue, go get my boots, or go look at boots. I don't really need any boots right now. Dutch Brothers, yeah, they have a Dutch Brothers in Austin, so Brady Kid's got to go to Dutch Brothers. All right, whatever. Yeah, Sawyer's Dad, yes, yes, it is. Homeless camps, weird-ass shops, the whole deal. Yeah, Austin is that. But I go for the boots, college football, and the barbecue. And then out. I wonder if they still have the truck stops, the, the Willie's Roadhouses. Maybe I have to stop at one of those. But I will be doing a Facebook Live video, at least one. I might do one from each of those places. Yeah, that'll be the plan. That'll be the plan. I'll, I'll do a few Facebook Lives. First one will be waiting in line at Franklin. Then when we start to get the food, when we get the food and I'm sitting down, I'll do another Facebook Live. We get to the boot store, I'll do one. We get to the University of Texas bookstore where I, I feel at home. Boy, there is nothing like being in that crowd of over 100,000 Longhorn fans. I know I am right where I need to be. By the way, that will be my final resting spot. My ashes will rest there. Uh, Pete Terry's Burgers in Austin is a good choice as well. Well, I, I appreciate that, Andrew. I'm going to be too full. I'm going to eat a pound of brisket. Their sides don't look that great. 
See, I got to see if their brisket really is the best in the world. Because up here uh, in McKinney, we got Hutchins Barbecue. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it's the best brisket I have ever had in my entire life. Just saying. All your little places there that y'all got, California that put the word Texas in the barbecue, they should all be closed down, chains around the door. Uh Uh-uh. It's a different ball game down here, people. But getting back to this. This chicken, this this is not a sandwich. This is this is a a piece of chicken that's wrapped up in what looks like a, a pancake. It's got sauce on it. That's not a sandwich. That 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 that's chicken butt. That's all that is. Once college football is back to normal with capacity crowd, I might make the day long trip to Austin to finally see a Longhorn game. Damn, that stadium's beautiful. Hot as hell twice over in Austin, but it's worth it. Hey, Ogre, you just tell me, and I'll meet you down there. You and I will go to a game, my friend. Especially, I think they're going to be done with the North End Zone this year. I think capacity is going to be somewhere around 120,000. That is cultural appropriation. California should not be able to put the word Texas in their barbecue site. See, it, and here's the thing. <laughs> Speaking of barbecue. I know I'm just all over the place today, but hey, it's a fun show. We're having fun. We're talking about food. My nephew, my oldest nephew. I have two nephews, two nieces. My oldest nephew, named Tony. Good kid. Super good kid, but super independent, like his uncle. But now he's all familyed up. You know, he's got a wife. He's got like 58 kids. I don't know. His oldest son, Wesley, uh, is about to go to college on a hockey scholarship. Big-ass kid. That kid's going to be fucking star but tony he put something up on facebook yesterday about stopping in at taco bell because they have a good vegetarian calendar and i was like what What? so i i typed him i said are you a vag i mean vegetarian now motherfucker said about 95 percent except i still eat barbecue how can there be anyone in this world that has molecules of my DNA and my blood running through their body ever become some kind of fucking vegetarian? What is going on in this world? I have a relative that's a vegetarian. This is why I don't talk to my family. They're all a bunch of damn weirdos. A vegetarian. People without addiction problems. How are you my family? Yeah, but we got a house of chicken and ribs. Yes, you do. See, and this is the thing. This is the thing is that everybody tries to compare themselves. You can't. See, everybody's got to have their own flavor. Like, I had no idea what tri-tip was until I moved to California. Now, I got to say this, and and look, please, 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 don't say I'm being disrespectful because I'm trying not to be. I'm not a big fan of tri-tip. It's too lean for me. I know that that's crazy talk there, but I know where the flavor and the meat is, and that's in the fat. That's why ribeye is my steak of choice. Just had we just had pot roast this week. We got a Nolan Nolan Ryan has his own beef now. 
Nolan Ryan fucking Angus pot roast. God damn, that was good. Why? Because there's a lot of fat on it, man. Fat makes it. But, hey, that's the way. They look, and, and, and tri-tip, a lot of people love tri-tip. They got their special recipe for it. I say more power to you. That is good. And it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not like I bit into it and threw up right away. That's your form of barbecue. Okay. You got some places like in Memphis where they make, you know, everything. It's all about the rub. I like barbecue sauce. I'm a sauce guy. Don't kill me for it. I like barbecue sauce on my barbecue. I do want to go to Memphis. I, 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 so two Christmases ago, I gave a Christmas present to Braddy Kitt to see her favorite band play. And, and, and she wants to see her favorite band play before they're, you know, old. They are old. I'm not the world's biggest fan of this group, but this is the group right here. It's Alabama. And we got tickets a couple years ago. And we're going to see them last year. And the concert was going to be, sadly, in of all places, Nashville. I said, no, you know what? I'll bite the bullet. I'll go there. Going to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Going to do that. But on the way, in Memphis, I am going to go to Sun Records. I'm going to get a picture of myself at Sun Records, the greatest record company to ever stand on the face of the earth. And I'm going to go down the street, and I'm going to go to the rendezvous, and I'm going to get some fucking ribs. And I will let you know if they're the best ribs I've ever had because that's what I hear. We go to Nashville. I'll, I'll hit that buffet up. Ain't nothing that good in Nashville. I mean, I've eaten there before. Go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Go to the Grand Ole Opry. We got tickets to the Opry. Even though I don't buy into the opera. The opera can kiss my ass. If George Strait's not on the opera, they can go fuck themselves. But I'll go just to say I went because I never got to go before. That's Team Tours to Yeehaw, Snapchat.com. Woohoo! Yeehaw. But everybody, everybody has their own kind of barbecue and take on barbecue. I was flipping channels the other day that that idiot Guy Fieri was on in his little supermarket sweep type show that he's got. He had some old boy on there that runs a, a a place up in the Bronx. Hey, hey, you got a problem? Well, go to the barbecue place in the Bronx. Now, I, got, I, I just kind of chuckled. I was like, really, barbecue in the Bronx? Okay. But, hey, they like it up there, so that's their shit. Hey, man, they don't know any better. Everybody's got their own take on barbecue. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. We all know who has the best. But, hey, and everybody will say their state, and they should say their state. Uh, let's see. Uh, because, I, to me, the House of Chicken Ribs is the best barbecue in all of Sacramento. That place is fantastic. Uh, wait a minute. What if a long-time texting somehow gets retarded and moves to California to start up a barbecue, or Texan somehow gets uh well, he's going to have to, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to put their spin on California barbecue. They're going to have to have tri-tip there. If you want a successful rest, if you want a successful barbecue restaurant in California, you have to have tri-tip. Not my thing. 
the brisket in, in, in Sacramento and California, the brisket sucks. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Unless you're at an old Yiddish house, and they make their brisket, and that's pretty fucking good. They don't barbecue that shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, did he grow up in Missouri? Weird shit in that water there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. See, Missouri has white castles, though, so that, that that's my go-to if I... And I am planning on going to Missouri this year. Well, I, I got to see if I get invited to my other nephew's wedding, if I go. If I'm invited, I'll go. If I'm not invited, I'm going to still go up there because I want to see Dad's headstone. And I'll eat it. I, I think it was uh, our main man, Roy. Roy went out the other night, and they got toasted ravioli somewhere. And that's like a St. Louis delicacy. And I got to say, it's pretty fucking good, too. Toasted ravioli, pretty fucking good. Pretty, pretty fucking good. So I'll have that, and I'll have White Castles when I'm in Missouri. That's it. That's all I plan on. Uh, I love tri-tip, but didn't try genuine Texas brisket. Holy shit. Ooh-wee, boy, damn, it's good. Yeah. So his dad says, saw Alabama on their farewell tour. Why the fuck do they still play if I saw them on their farewell tour? Well, they still got to pay people. They, they still need money. I don't think the lead singer is going to be going to work at a Home Depot. Uh, what I meant was he can't call himself Texas Barbecue if he's a Texan in California. No, I, I, look, you can call it that and try to market that. Still ain't going to work. I, I'm going to be able to tell the difference right away. Like, they, they, this is why I should be a senator, is because I will impose laws at restaurants. And these laws are for people like, like y'all and me. You cannot have a steak restaurant a steakhouse, if you will, if you don't offer a ribeye. I have been to three or four places that don't offer a ribeye. What am I supposed to get? I like T-bones. They're fine. I'd order a filet, but I have a penis. There's nothing better than hearing a man say these two words. Petite filet. You're like, fag. I'm sorry, queef. <laughs> I'll have a petite filet. <laughs> Do you need to change your tampon, too? For fuck's sake. What kind of man says petite filet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, by the way, there will be repercussions involved. If you're some asshole that goes to a steakhouse and orders fish... Fish will double in price at seafood restaurants. As steak will double in price at seafood restaurants. You go to a steakhouse, you go there for steak. You don't go there for goddamn fish. If you go to a, a seafood place, you're going to get whatever kind of fish you like. Tilapia, lobster, carp. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to eat. But you're going to a fish house, you're going to a fish place, go get fish. It's like the assholes who get the pasta at California Pizza Kitchen or Sabaro. Why the fuck are you at a Sabaro? It's a pizza place. You don't go to a sandwich shop and get a smoothie, do you? Is it a strawberry banana smoothie? 
Yeah, I bet Rob Gronkowski would order that. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah. I get Tomahawk at Steakhouse. I'd expect Seller's mom to ask if I were a man. If I ever said petite filet. I get I, I try to get the uh whatchamacallit tomahawk ribeye because that is good shit. Uh let's see. Arnie, you have Waffle House there? Yes, I do, Zach. Are you going to the Texas spring game? Probably not. I'm not a big fan of spring games. By the way, let me let me let me pass on a little note to everybody. If you go to a steakhouse, <coughs> And you're looking at their steaks. You're looking at the uh, handcrafted or hand-cut steaks that they have. How else are they going to cut it? Um, careful on Wagyu. Wagyu is the new in thing. And Wagyu is a Japanese type of beef that has a lot of fat in it. I mean, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God. Well, that's the Japanese version, Okay. You got to be careful because they can call American Wagyu Wagyu, Australian Wagyu Wagyu. And what they do there is it, uh, American Wagyu is this. They get, uh, they get a, a, you know, a, a prime bull. They get a black Angus bull, American bull. And it fucks the, the, the Wagyu mom or vice versa. And that's what they call American Wagyu. Now, there is still a lot of fat in it. It's nowhere near what it's like in Japan. There's only like five or six places in the entire country that has true Wagyu. Some dude, I, I read a story about some guy who ordered it and he didn't understand the pricing. And it was like $40 an ounce. And I have been known to eat, I don't know, 16 ounces, 17, 25 ounces of meat at a steakhouse times 40. And that's what happened to that old boy. He thought the Wagyu was just $40. I, that, so you have to be careful. Got to be careful there about Wagyu. Yeah, I would like to order four petite filet steaks. As one, not will be enough. No, I'd, I'd want, I'd, you know what I would want with that? I would want a bun with each of them. Just, it, that's a sandwich. Better be rare. If the burn, I'll cut the chef's nuts off. Well, okay. Uh, you can tell genuine Japanese Wagyu beef because the bull is wearing a rising sun headband and doing the crane at the beach. Arnie's face of excitement and lost face. Oh, I was very happy. Look. It was all, I did have American Wagyu, and it was very, very good. It's very rich. It's very filling. But I'll tell you, I don't know. Can somebody explain something to me? Because they did this, and it pissed me the fuck off. They did two things. So they bring out the steak, and, of course, I'm at a good steakhouse, so I order it medium rare. Because that's the way. Because good steakhouses cook it a little under. So it's kind of, it, it's more rare than it is medium rare. And the best place where a tomahawk, and this was a, 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 a Wagyu tomahawk, the best part of that steak is right there on the bone. 
where the fat meets the bone. And this stupid motherfucker. And they finish it off at the table for you. You know, it, no, they don't jerk it off there. They get their butter, and they get a little torch, and they melt butter on it. Well, a little dramatic, but okay. This motherfucker had the torch and was melting the butter right at that spot. Overcooked the shit out of it. Oh, I was fucking heated. He charred the best part. He charred my last bite. But here's the weird part, and this is what I need to explain enough. So then they take it off its little thing where they were melting it, and it's just hanging there, dangling, right? They put it on my plate, or they put it on a plate, and they did not put that plate in front of me yet, and I'm just standing there waiting like, can I have my fucking steak? They cut it up for me right then and there. They cut up the entire steak, like lengthwise, where there were strips of ribeye. And I'm sitting there going, wait, 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 by the time I could say anything, it was done. They had cut it. Why do they cut it? I don't, I, I don't know this. Because I'm, I'm here to tell you, if you get a really nice piece of steak and you let it rest, you let it do all, I'm not a big fan of letting it rest, but you have to it in nice places. Okay, I get it. Um. What, 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 why are you cutting it? All of it. You're letting out all the heat. And I mean, if we've learned anything from Ruth's Chris and their 6,000 degree plates, it's all about keeping the meat warm. As soon as you cut it all up, guess what? All the juices flow out. And it cools. I vow to the I vow to you as family this promise. If I ever go to another nice steakhouse and they start to cut all my beef, you will hear you will hear a national story about how a man in a steakhouse cut off his server's hand. You got to stop that. I yeah, exactly Douglas, I'm not a little kid. I know how to cut my own fucking steak. I have a certain way that I attack a ribeye. Let me tell you the game plan when it comes to a ribeye. So the, the ribeye's done, it's seared, blah, 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 everything's done, it's ready to eat. Now, what I will do is I will cut the meaty part middle out, like the, like, like, like the middle part, because the whole outside part, that's like dessert, baby. That's where you get all the juicy fat. Oh, the fat that melts in your mouth, that's what I eat last. I eat the meaty part first. The meaty part is like, it, it, it's like going on the date. And then the, the, the good part, that's like the butt sex after the date. Don't cut that shit all up on me. I'll stab you, motherfucker. That's my steak. Are you going to pay for that? Nobody has told me why they do that. That's called the the lifter? What, what, what's the lifter? Is that cutting it all up for you? Because I don't want anybody to cut up my motherfucking steak. Tell you this right now. I could go over to, where's that motherfucker at in Spain? The Salt Bay guy, the guy who does the stupid ass, you know, he's got the long hair, he looks like Roman Reigns, the wrestler. He wears a t-shirt that's like six sizes too small for him, and he drops the salt on it. 
He does that shit, too. I would stop him. I'd slap them fucking glasses off his face. Bam! Leave my motherfucking steak alone. I'll let you cook it. I'll let you come out here and meet me and say, hey, what's up? You want to drizzle some salt on there? Phenomenal. Don't cut up my motherfucking steak. Oh, the good part around that you love. The best cut of meat I have ever had, though, is part of a ribeye. It's the, uh, oh, what is it? What it, what the fuck is it called now? And it's hard to get. Uh, Costco's, if you go to Costco in Sacramento, they used to have it. And it was a round ribeye. The eye of ribeye, maybe they, they call it. And let me just tell you, and, and it's tied together. And the best, the, the best way I found to cook that is you grill one side, you, you sear one side of it. And then you cut the string off, and then you you layer it out. You pull it out, and and then you cook it. There is, n- I, I promise you this, there is no better cut of steak that you can ever have than that, including a, ri- a ribeye. I, I will challenge anyone in this world. Costco used to carry them. Oh, man. And it's all the good part. It's all the lifter that you're talking about. Ah, there it is. Thank you, Damien. The ribeye cap steak. That's a game changer. That is a game changer, people. You will, uh, I, honestly, like regular ribeyes will be kind of, eh, they're good for me. They're good. Yeah. I mean, it can be two inches thick. Eh, it's good. But nothing. Cook souvé is the best. Is that in the water? I don't have a souvé cooker. I'll take your word on it, though, fancy guy. Good to see you, Damien. I miss you, buddy. Uh, let's see. What else? Do, anything else that I got to fucking just spew off my chest to get it out there where I'm not angry right now? Okay, souvé is in the water. You put it in a bag and you cook it in the water. I've never had it that way. I'd try it. I'll be fancy. I'll try that shit. Sounds good. It's a ribeye. It's a ribeye cap. Uh, Texas land, land and cattle content ruined my California steak experience. I do eat at California steak. I don't eat at California steakhouses anymore. There's some, look, hey, I'm not, look, I'm just, I'm just here to tell you. California's got some great steakhouses. There's a, there's a good one in downtown Sacramento at the Hyatt. There's a steakhouse in there. I highly recommend it. There's a place in downtown Sacramento. It, I can't really recommend it anymore because the chef's gone. But they used to have amazing steaks there, and that place was called Chops. Uh, the steakhouse out at Thunder Valley, for the longest time, was one of the better steakhouses I'd ever been to. There's a lot of good steakhouses in it. There's a Bob Steak and Chops in San Francisco. Now, I had a bad experience there because they don't know how to cook their food in San Francisco, but that's a San Francisco thing. Because I came to Bob's Steak and Shops here in Dallas. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right there on Lemon, Lemon Avenue. Fucking so good. I almost dug up my mother and slapped her in the face. That's how good it was. Sutter Street Grill, Old Fulls, never been there. I'll have to take your word on it. <clears throat> and by the way, when, when I was on another show, we used to talk about steaks all the time, and 
Everybody went crazy for somebody's stake on that show whose name wasn't Arnie. I got to just tell you this right now. He came to our house one time for steak. Never came again. Wonder why that was. Because I outdid his ass. I know how to make a steak. I, I, I know how to ruin a good pair of underwear, and I know how to make a great steak. Those are the two things that I know. So there you go. All right, last hour of the show coming up next, 775-357-FANS is the number. You can tell me what you want to talk about. I mean, I got stories that we can do, but you can tell me what you want to talk about here on the Arnie State Show.
also known as ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775 357 uh, FAN. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. Uh, Sassy Pammy says, You're a great cook, and so is Braddy. Yeah, but Braddy's a fantastic cook. She's the one who made the pot roast. It was awesome. So his dad says, The first question I'll ask a waiter is, How rare can I get a steak? And that's when the conversation ends. If the steak is not pink and cold in the middle, it's burnt. See, I'm going to end the, the eating stuff here because I'm starting to get really fucking hungry. Um, I stopped ordering burgers in Sacramento. And I love, like, I'll get something at, like, way back or someplace like that where I don't care about where it's cooked. It's kind of smashed. If I go to a nice place and I want a burger, I want it fucking rare. I want to see where the jockey was hitting that fucking thing. And nobody in California will make it rare. I ordered a burger down here rare. Holy shit, was that shit rare in the middle. And it was good. That's how you get all the nutrients out of the meat. Yes, that's why I eat meat, for the nutrients. It's true, because you can cook the nutrients out. Uh, All right. Uh, There's a place over in the U.K. called uh, HelloFresh. I guess it's a, a grocery store. Or no, it's a meal kit company based in Germany. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-daisy. A customer received a box in the UK and found a bottle of urine in there. Hey, that's not blimey. That's not what I ordered. I ordered lemonade. Uh, the guy tweeted out a photo of the item, a Coca-Cola bottle that appeared to be filled with urine. No, he got what he needed. No, no, that that is actually Coca-Cola. It's urine. He asked HelloFresh UK if they knew why he might have received someone's bottled up piss with my order. No, you got the Coke. That's pretty funny. That That's a good gag to pull on somebody. It, it turned out it... It wasn't deleted. Somebody just stuck it in the box, I guess. Whoops-a-daisy. That would be nasty as fuck to find. Pretty funny, though. You got to think about it. You got to give the guy on the other end of that a little round of applause. I, I, I mean, honestly. That's one of those jokes. Like, like look. <laughs> this is like the old trick that my dad used to do. I always wondered why it took my dad. See... My dad never got the art of this joke. And the art of this joke is the, the, the visual that you create in your mind, the genius that, that happens. So if you go to a grocery store, and let's say you've, you've, got a, you've got a case of the winds, as they would say, you're farting a lot. You go to the freezer section, and you open up one of those freezer doors, and you park your ass right there, and you let it fucking fly. Now, hopefully, it's a silent but deadly one, and it fucking stinks, and you close that door immediately. My dad would stand waiting for somebody to open, and, and it, it permeates in the entire freezer. So somebody opens that up, and all of a sudden, it's dad's ass right in their face. And dad would get such a big kick out of that. He would laugh so much about that. And I was like, dad, the best part, and he would wait it out. It'd take dad like two and a half hours to go grocery shopping. I'm like, there's three of us here, Dad, and we don't eat that much. But uh, but yeah, the, the art of that joke is doing it and then walking away. 
And then you just picture somebody in the store opening it and smelling it, and you're like, fucking A, my day is made. Isn't objecting yellow Coca-Cola racist? Doesn't he need to attend racial sensitivity classes? Probably. Probably. But, yeah, so don't order anything from fucking HelloFresh because you're going to get something fresh, and that is urine. Damn. Uh, we got to play kudos to a guy. I had this story, and then I, I got it sent to me a couple times. Nathan Danzuka. Nathan Danzuka of, where, where is he at in Oregon? Oregon. Warm Springs, Oregon, as Al Pacino would say. Hoo-ha. A motherfucker got pulled over last night. He was driving a Ford Explorer. Little pursuit started until he crashed into a concrete barrier about a mile from the initial stop. They took him out, and he seemed to be highly intoxicated. And by highly intoxicated, I mean he blew a point seven seven eight. That's the highest I've ever heard. He should be dead. The man should be dead. That is more than nine times the legal limit. It's reportedly the highest BAC ever recorded. Previous record was .72 by a woman also from Oregon. Wow. .77. My dad told me his dad would go to the grocery shopping and tell you to come smell how good this jar of mustard is. When you got your nose too near, he'd push it into your nose and leave a nose print in the jar of the next person who had actually bought it, took it home. Uh, the days before safety seals. That's so funny. That's like doing the water gag. You, you, want, you want a good one to do on your kids tonight? There you go. Come on. Come on close. So you take a, you, you take a quarter of a nickel, right? And you put it on the table. And you say, how did I get that quarter in that bottle of water? And, and they'll look, and, and the, cat, the top's open. And you'll be like, see, it's in there. And they look over it, and you grab the water bottle and squeeze it as hard as you can, and you shoot them in the face with it. Now, that's a good trick, but my all-time favorite party gag is this one. <clears throat> you can use any kind of condiment you want. Let's stick with the mustard, since Ogre started us with mustard. mustard. So you bet somebody that you can pour a pile of mustard between their knees. They have to sit down, V-shape, and you can wipe up that entire pile before they hit your hands with spatulas. Now, you really have to sell this one. this, This is one of those things you have to sell. Now, you have to say... You can wipe it up. Don't tell them what you're going to wipe it up with. And you grab one paper towel. Bet them $20, bet them $30. Bet them $20. If you lose, it's no big deal. Okay? It's worth it in the payoff. So they'll be like, okay, we'll do it. So you're like, okay. You pour the mustard between their legs. And you have your one paper towel. They have their spatulas. They're ready to hit your hands because you're going to wipe it up, right? 
and you go one, two, three. And then you don't use the paper towel. You grab them by the ankles, and you pull them through the mustard. That right there, that that's a gag. And the best way to pull that one off, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate Is around a group of people. Those are the best ways to do that one. Uh, I think when my kids are self-conscious teens, I'll be in the store and just rip <laughs> a humongous plant wilting fart in front of other teens and say, whoa, I think that might have had some solid bits in that one. Well, or you could do the Jerry States technique of walking down the bread aisle with your child and fart and look at him and go, Arnie, we say excuse me after that. And to where everybody in the aisle was looking at me because I was a little fat kid. And you always blame the fat kid when you hear a fucking noise. You hear a fart or a burp. Oh, the fat kid did it. Another good one to do. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you guys tips on how to have fun with your life, how to have fun with your days. Go to uh, Best Buy, okay? And walk into Best Buy. Now, I did this to uh, Satana's daddy. Satana's daddy is one of the nicest people who ever lived. God rest his soul. He's, he's passed on now. Uh, but we went to Best Buy together. Hey, had to get something. And, and this is back in the day when you could buy, like, videos and movies and shit there. And you, if you see one of these Best Buy employees, this is kind of like earlier this morning I was telling you have fun with the makeup girls and shit like that. If you go with somebody who gets embarrassed easily, this is fantastic to do to them. You go up to one of their employees and you go, excuse me, where's the hardcore pornography? And make sure that person's with you that you want to embarrass. Uh, excuse me, where is your hardcore pornography? And they'll look at you. The, the employee will look at you like really strange, like, uh, we don't have that here. And without missing a beat, you have to be quick with this one. You look at that person you're with and you go, see, I told you they didn't have it here. And then walk away. Make them look like the pervert. Hey, th- this is my job. My, my job is to entertain you guys and then make ways for you to entertain yourself when Arnie's not around. There you go. There you go. That's a fun one to do. That's a fun one to do to a spouse. Uh, All right, let's see here. Six Flags says they plan to reopen all their parks in time for the 2021 season. Now, I got to say, I'm stealing this line from Carlos's Facebook because he said it first, and I thought it was hilarious. He goes, they're going to shut down half the rides, so it'll feel the same anyway. But, yes, Six Flags says, come out and said, hey, get ready, because this ain't funny. We're Six Flags, and we got to make some fucking money. All 26 of their parks are going to be open for the 2021 season, including five that were not able to operate last year because of the horrible (laughs) and deadly coronavirus. They will be limiting the number of people why you're outside are you gonna make them wear masks company said it worked with epidemiologists to develop reopening plan that meets or exceeds federal state and local guidelines limit number of people and guests they have to make reservations before their visits masks will be required for all workers and guests now wait a second and they also have to do a temperature check 
Over under. Okay, real quick. Over under the number of dead people at Six Flags this year who choke on their vomit. I'll say I'll say four. That that's the over under. At all twenty one. If you got to wear the mask and you vomit, you're gonna swallow that shit. Over under. Douglas says at least 10. Ogre says over. Andrew says under four. Hey, I, I'm being very generous here. I think it will go over. But I, I will think at the first sign of somebody choking on their own puke because they rode the spinnaker, you know, the one that sticks you against the fucking wall, that's satanic ride. Whoever thought that was a great idea? You're wearing a mask in there. You want to fucking spew like there's no tomorrow. You can't even make it to take your mask off and you spew and you choke on it and you die. Bad idea. Get the get rid of the mask. Look, I, I heard Fauci. I heard these motherfuckers talking about we got to wear masks until next year. Fuck you, man. Why is there a vaccine then? And don't give me the mumbo-jumbo about why there's a fucking vaccine because I don't care anymore. I don't care. I want to get it. I want. You know what? I want to get it and I want to die. You know why? Because if I died, then I wouldn't have to fucking hear about it anymore. I wouldn't have to fucking wear a mask. I mean, if we want to have a... Well, maybe there will be a viewing of my body before we hit the old, the old uh, furnace. Tell you this right now. I better have a fucking mask on in that damn coffin. Do, do the corpses have to wear a mask? I, I got to find out from my man, Morty the Mortician. Has anybody asked to have a mask on uh, on the on the dead body? I, I will tell you this right now. I, I guarantee. You know somebody has said, can you put a mask on him, please? We don't want him to affect anybody. Ugh. The only good part about the spinnaker was standing on the side and watching, waiting for somebody to puke during the middle of the ride. Wearing a mask in your coffin would be a great final practical joke. It'd be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And by the way, what's with people that touch the bodies? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I know I've been wanting to talk. Have you guys seen the new show on the Sci-Fi Network called Resident Alien? Goddamn, that show is funny. Like, I, I, I mean, it, it takes a lot for me to stop the show and talk about a TV show. And I've been watching. I'm caught up. Uh, I got to see this week's Shameless. I'm caught up on that. It's been really good this year, except for the ending of last week. That was kind of a bummer, but I saw that one coming. But Resident Alien, oh, my God. That show is fantastic. Check that show out if you can. But that would be awesome to have a mask on in your coffin. And you know what I'd want? This is what I'd want. If I do have a public showing, 
Ogre, you're in charge. Bratty Kid's in charge of dumping my ashes at DKR. You're in charge of this. You got to get one of those remote control fart machines. The one that you can push a button and do the fart. And, and you have to stick that in my coffin. So when people come up and view me, you just hit the button and fart. Now that's just gas releasing from the body. No, I will be looking down laughing upon that. See, I, I, I'm even going to make my funeral fun and entertaining. I'm already doing the work for it. I got a mask on and I got a fart machine in there. If somehow, you know, some like super duper like supermodel, because this show will take off like right before I die, I'll be worldwide, I'll be bigger than Joe Rogan, and all of a sudden I'm going to croak. So get any like playmates that come there, do me a favor. Ogre, you're in charge of this one too. This one, this one's gonna be a little tougher. You you gotta engineer something to where if a hot chick walks by, like like where my crotch area is, you gotta make the 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 casket bump up like I'm getting a boner, because that'd be funny too. So farting and boners, because there's nothing funnier than farting boners throwing up. Maybe I'm sitting in there with a finger in my nose. I don't know. I I, I I'm not sure yet. I haven't worked it all out yet. And if somebody asks, why Why does he, why? why? No. Oh, no, not that one. The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Exactly. exactly. Ralph Wiggins knows what time it is. So I'm happy that Six Flags is opening. No, not because I want to go there. I fucking hate Six Flags. I hate all amusement parks. I am retired. I'll rig up a speaker sensor that says, oh, you sucks whenever you get in here. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm retired. I, I'm too fat to go to, to to any of them damn parks. Fuck all that shit. Uh-uh. Don't want any part of it. By the way, congratulations to scumbag Canadian Jim Carrey, who now says that he's retired from political cartoons. Now that Donald Trump, Orange Julius Caesar, is no longer president. Boy, oh boy. Man, oh man. If that doesn't just say what it's all about right there. So you won't do it. And by the way, Saturday Night Live is just as complicit and shitty. There is. And and Joe Piscopo had to be the one that came out and said it, which sucked. There is so much comic gold with Joe Biden. That Saturday Night Live is just pissing away. Funniest day of my life was when me and my little brother went to the Roseville Galleria and bought one of those remote fart machines at Spencer's. We spent the rest of the day walking around with one person wearing the speaker and the other having the remote and firing that off in front of the prettiest girls walking by. We were dying. I saw an old interview. The guy from uh, from uh, Naked Gun, Leslie... Uh, Nielsen, he was on uh, Conan O'Brien, and he had a a little fart maker, noise maker, in his pocket. And he was doing the interview, and he started doing that. He started playing with that, and it was fucking hysterical. So either one of those works good. Uh, Yeah, so Jim Carrey, uh, oh, fucking good for him. By the way, his painting sucked anyway. 
And by the way, all your new movies suck, Jim Carrey. Go back to In Living Color where we halfway liked you. Oh, look, I found the damn fucking KFC story. KFC has partnered with a Russian bioprinting company to bring 3D printed chicken nuggets to the table. No, man. By the way, we, we need to get rid of these 3D printers. These 3D printers are making houses, probably going to build a car, probably create a human, and now they're creating chicken? Come on. Nobody want. hey, KFC, don't do it. I'm telling you right now, they won't let you back in. The colonel is probably rolling in his grave. Uh, he will be back doing his art next election cycle. Fart machine if Trump even hints at running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, Andrew. What a piece of garbage. Uh, let's see. I'll do that one tomorrow because that one ain't going anywhere. That one, too. All right. I'll do this. This will be my last story of the day here today. And and you see, I love America, but I hate our country. I really do. I really do. Because our country, is, it, it, it's like religion and spirituality. People ask me, Arnie, are you religious? No, oh, I'm very spiritual. Religious means to kind of tend to, to go to church and do all that kind of shit. Nah, that ain't for me. But neither is this kind of shit, right? But But see, it's the same with our country. Love America, but I hate our country. I hate the assholes and the asshole-its that are in this country. The cancel culture, I hate all them. I, I hate the whole blame the white man for everything. Is the white man responsible for a, bad, a lot of bad things in this country? Well, yeah, because the white man pretty much settled this country, so of course they're going to be the ones that are blamed for it, and in some cases, rightfully so. But enough is enough. But this right here, this story right here is why I believe in America. And I love it. Because the United States Army is developing the most powerful laser in history, which will vaporize targets using short pulses and produce powerful signals to disrupt enemy electronics. God damn, that makes me fucking, that makes me proud to be an American. Is that America is designing the world's most powerful laser. I mean, first it was the fully automatic shotgun. You know, I didn't think much could get better than the fully auto shotgun. I didn't think there could be much that got better than the Gatlin gun because to me the Gatlin gun is still the coolest automated weapon of all time. You got this gun that runs in circles and you spin it like you're riding a bicycle. That thing is awesome. I would love to have a Gatlin gun and I would face it at my front door. I'd say, welcome, come on in. And 
And then America, they, they, they grew up through the years. They got machine guns. Those are cool Uzis. Eh, all right. But when they came out, With a gun like that, but it was fully auto. And we saw it in the Expendables Part 1. Terry Crews had that thing. Boy, I tell you what, I wanted to to buy one of those, even though they weren't selling them to regular people because they are fully automatic. I wanted to buy one of those and sit in the worst neighborhood in America and have my front door open. Say, come on in. Oh, man, oh, man. But now this. For a scant 200 femtoseconds, the burst would be a million times stronger than current lasers. That's so badass. That that makes me hard for America right there. The result would evaporate the surface of a drone and cause a blast wave. And it also causes an electromagnetic pulse, an EMP. The Army is developing this laser. Um, Was that one of them? Current laser scissors fire a continuous beam until the target melts. That takes forever. I want this bad boy. I want this bad boy to light up like downtown Hollywood on a movie premiere night. I can only pray that a gun range in Vegas gets an AA-12 for rent. I might have to make sure to rub one out in my hotel room before I don't sully myself. They have that crazy gun range down in Vegas that has all kinds of guns. I would imagine they got it. Andrew says, so long, family. Got to go. Great show today, AIG. Thanks, Andrew. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, I kind of want to fire one of those, too. I'm not a big gun guy. I'm a big gun rights guy, but I'm not a big gun guy. I don't own a gun. I think guns are cool as shit, but I, 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 have, I have the mental capacity of a 12-year-old. If I got a handgun, you know I'm going to spin it. You know I'm going to twirl it, loaded, because I'm dumb. You hand me a shotgun, I'm racking that son of a bitch immediately just because that's the coolest sound in the world when you rack a shotgun. You give me this laser beam thing, I'm going to cause some problems. Uh, I will say this right now. There is no cat safe in this neighborhood if I get a laser. Damn, that'd be badass. Leave it to America, though. We're the ones who came up with this idea. We don't invent invent a whole lot here, but the stuff we do invent, man, it is to kill. I don't need a fucking axe or a knife or a fucking switchblade. I got a laser. See, what I would do is I would work that into my hand like a glove, and I'd have the laser in my hand. I'd shoot people like Iron Man. Until they exploded. Pretty badass. I got. I gotta say, that's pretty badass.
Let's do side patch on throwback hats. Oh, those suck. Those things are ugly. Yikes. We should put those lasers on sharks so they can sneak up on Chinese warships. Ziat and fried rice. <laughs> Problem is, if we used it on China, we'd just want to use it two hours later. Hey, now. By the way, are Chinese jokes okay? I, I, I'm i not sure. I, I remember that time after 9-11, boy, where you could say all the anti-Muslim jokes you wanted. Now, it's hate crime. Since we hate China so much, can we still make Chinese jokes? I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, wait, my answer is yes, of course you can, because it's America. All right, there we go. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for me today. I'm out. I'm out, motherfuckers. I'm off. I'm off like a prom dress. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Yeah, Douglas, the the Simpsons became woke a couple years ago. Dr. Herbert, the black guy, will be voiced by a black actor. Um, Um... Remember, Hank Azaria started this. Hank Azaria wanted Apu to be voiced by an Indian actor. Did Apu did did, did Apu complain that a white guy was playing it? Because I don't think Dr. Herbert complained. This idea of being so woke that you're going to get the right ethnic to play a cartoon character. I, 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 look, the world is just getting stupider and stupider, and and it's companies like this, and it's shows like this, they go, oh, look at us, look at us, look how we're so woke, look how we're doing things. Do you, on, I, I mean, honestly, let, let, let's just tell the truth here before I leave. Do you think any black folks or Indian folks really did ever give two shits about who was voicing their character. I blame Chris Burke from this trend. Back off! Oh, that's a drop I need to get. Back off! Oh, I'll go to hell for that one. Or that kid who played Arnie and his cat Thomas. Well, if I could ever find that kid. I would, I would put a fucking whooping on him like he never had. I'm Arnie. This is Thomas. He's the cat. My cat. Hey, shut up, dummy. Poop. Poop out. Poop So dumb. It is so dumb. Can Yardley Smith, or is that the one? I, I don't know. No, no. Yardley Smith's the chick who does Lisa. Um, excuse me, Simpsons. You're not that woke. I do believe a female does Bart Simpson's voice. That's okay, but Hank Azaria doing a poo is wrong. Cultural appropriate. No, it's not. Shut up with that. I'm done fighting today. I'm done fighting with not you guys. I, I haven't fought you guys yet. 
I, I'm done fighting the political correctness, the political woke shit, because it is just fucking stupid. So, with that being said, uh, I will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. And until then, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So, until tomorrow, adios. understand what's going on in the news. I'm not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I I just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.